Klitschko's trainer, bro. So you're supposed to walk through him. He didn't have the, the game plan from Emmanuel. Because, yeah, Klitschko wasn't. Before, before Emmanuel, he was getting. Before Emmanuel, he was getting chin checked every, every yeah, week. He, he was unstoppable with You come around here. One, two. Yeah, okay. Check, well, check, all, check. Yeah, bro, he was, uh, he was unstoppable with Emmanuel Stewart. And then. Mike check. Yeah, but our boy struggled. He doesn't land that part if, 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 if he had his coaches, bro. There's no way. But Klitschko had been knocked out when Emmanuel was alive. No, bro, not before Emmanuel. Klitschko, Klitschko was all champion, before Emmanuel. Like 12 years, bro. Before Yo, after once he got a, yeah, and Manuel was talking about a, he been yeah. out of uh, yeah Klitschko was once he got the Manuel he stopped he stopped well, getting knocked out he got knocked out by Lehman Brewster yeah. And he got knocked out, but that was, that was all before he made. That's when he went, went to get yeah. to get Emmanuel after yeah. he got knocked out by Lehman Brewster. Oh, he, 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 he had one of the longest That's runs. No, Klitschko's fire, but, but but a lot of it is with a lot of it is because of Emmanuel. Emmanuel, people were able to do to him after. That nigga don't look like he got pants on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all putting a lot on Emmanuel's story. You know the best the best because Klitschko was literally getting knocked out. You know he's a snitch, right? But they ain't got nothing to do with boxing. What you mean they ain't got nothing to do with boxing? They ain't got nothing to do with keeping your chin. They ain't got nothing to do with keeping your chin out of the way of a left Once the motherfuckers start telling, it's over with. I don't give a fuck what you accomplished. If Martin Luther King was a snitch, I say fuck Martin Luther King. What do you mean? What did he snitch? What did he snitch on? What did he snitch on? Michael Mason snitched though. He, he didn't. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, what did Emmanuel Stewart switch on? Snitch on? Okay, so it, he was given information about a big time drug lord in uh in Detroit. Come on, is that man. how he lost his spot? No, this is real spit. We're not going to disrespect him. I ain't never hear this story, though. Bro, this is real spit. One of the greatest. He was given. It's a documentary out on it right now. I'm, look, okay, this is secondhand information. I watched the documentary, so I don't know if it's true, true. But I know they put out a whole hour special about it. They had evidence. Supposedly, some drug lord guy that Tommy Hearns used to hang with. Um, the, the feds saw Emmanuel hanging with him and Tommy Hearns. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if uh, Emmanuel was privy to the information and the inception of the friendship. But through FBI surveillance, they kept seeing Emmanuel hanging with this dude. And so they approached him and kind of put the, you know how they do? Yeah. Like, motherfucker, if you don't. If you don't start telling us what what he be talking about, where he be at, basically we gonna we gonna get at you. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what the documentary is about. It ain't that Emmanuel was trying to sell dope and got caught and told. Sure. It was that the police put the press on him. So he started so, providing information. That's what they say. That's so what he they, can't. So he can never train you to be a boxer because of because of this shit. No, he can train me. I, come, I on, come on, that's that's come on. And, 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 and thing is, we gotta define really what a snitch is. Now I mean, snitch is the people. If you in that life and you tell on somebody like. In that life, then you a snitch. But if you yeah, never signed, if you never signed up for the life, and you got whatever you do, you got to keep that shit in house. You so, don't tell, you don't tell no civilians what you do on some street nah, shit. Nah, you know better I, I than dis, that. I disagree on that because shit, I'm not involved with just street shit, and I'm not gonna tell on nobody. Yeah, I ain't but tell. It depends on what the stakes are. It depends on what the stakes you are. Be singing like a motherfucker. That's everybody got different morals and principles. Mm -hmm. But if you don't live by the code, you're not hold to the standard, right? No, your code is your your moral. I can code. I can find I a scenario I where nigga code, tell. I follow a moral code. I, I can, and morally, if I'm involved with something and I place myself in somewhere <laughs> I know I wasn't be close to, and I get caught. Oh, that's different. You shit. know, it's different. I, so, Pete, I can find a scenario where any nigga life, right? tell. And they're uh -huh. saying we just need uh, we need you to tell us uh, where Craig was, and and we'll drop the charges. Twenty five mm -hmm. to life. Mm -hmm. Man, I appreciate the donation. Whoever dropped that forty nine, appreciate you. Tyler Trebro, thank you. Do you do it? 
if I'm in a position like that, I obviously place myself in a position where I obviously put myself next to Craig mm -hmm. with him to, to do something to put my life in jeopardy. So if we in that situation, I'm not telling on Craig because I would have never been around a nigga. That wouldn't be, yeah. Craig wouldn't be the nigga I would have to tell. I come from an environment where it's right. a lot of street niggas. So right, right, if right. I get this far and tell on a nigga, that's all the shit I just Got stood it. on my whole life. That right. nigga answer too long. I think you tell <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I'm in a room full of light skinned niggas. That they gonna you know, light skinned niggas, green eyes. Hey, no, he he said a lot. So, oh, hey Charlie, what you do? You walk and you you and the priest, you walk by the interrogation room. He in there and he got all kind of snacks next to him. You know he tell it if he got all that. like we didn't even ask you anything about Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> nigga eating yogurt with his foot with his feet up. Like, this is how I say, look, if you on some shit, don't bring that around me. I tell you, don't, don't bring bullshit around me. Right. If you bring bullshit around me, you're going to suffer whatever consequences it suffers because I don't like that kind of bullshit. Look, I, I, I'm I, like I'm black. All black people grew up in the hood. I grew up in jungles. Like, I grew up around all kinds of shit that's like every other black person did. Right. And so I never went around their environment you know, I never went around BPS hood. When right. I, they they be down at Rancho Sienica Park when I be and when and when I be hooping, they be on that court. I be on this one. Right. We, we certain people we is cool with, but don't bring your shit around me. Right. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm going home to my wife. That's right. why I don't get involved in that lifestyle. Facts. I, love I don't get in that lost lifestyle, so I can't go home to my wife. So if you bring that shit around me and it's between your lifestyle and me going home to my wife, nigga, that's on you. Right. 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 Bro, uh, hey Craig, that shit is wild, bro. That's like, all hey, I'm that's saying. like, nigga, I got caught up in some gay shit. Why was you around hella gay? I got caught up. I got caught up. You don't accidentally do gay shit. Nigga, you was gay. Nigga, the whole time you got caught. Nigga, that's not a snitch. Nigga, not a snitch. I didn't mean to predict that. That nigga said I got caught up in some gay shit. You keep hollering at me like, oh, nothing. Nothing everywhere. I mean, hey, hold on. Hey, Craig, man. Hey, Craig, bro. Hey, real talk, bro. It feels good to be back in the studio, man. Yeah. I'm like the same yeah. replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up for Brown, man. We love you, Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having us, And another man. thing that's important, bro. Dozy is here, y'all. What's up, hey. Dozy? Hey, yo. Check, check, check. Bequeno. Hey. All that shit. I love it. I love it. Oh, you man. know, the streets is over, though. I tell niggas that every day. The coldest bullshit. Damn. Half these niggas is thizzing. They own lean. They don't. They act like lean ain't heroin. Lean is an opiate. You're a fucking heroin addict. You know what I'm saying? Half these half these niggas is child molesters and financially irresponsible. And they jacking niggas out of hate because they don't know how to manage their money. You know what I'm saying? They spend it all on the bitch and want to come take your shit and then give your shit to the bitch afterwards. Damn. The streets is over. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how I feel. And I grew up, you know what I'm saying? Whole family is with the full-fledged business. I'm the square of the family. And I just, the streets is over, man. We need, we, need to, we need to go on to something different. We really do. If you're a street nigga, that's like, that's like a, a, a nigga that's 150 still thinking he's a Civil War soldier. You feel what I'm saying? Walking around with a bayonet, nigga. Ah. You know what I'm saying? With, with the Captain Crunch jacket on, nigga. And, <laughs> 
You feel me? <laughs> and his freedom papers in his back pocket. Like, nigga, don't nobody live like that no more. Man, something else, man. You know, For real. Like, black people were, look, that whole street shit with black people is always overplayed. We were, black people were never really street. Black, that was a condition black folks was put in. Right. We the only group that don't really have organized crime. If you a black street nigga, you got to go to Asians for opiates, you got to go to Mexicans for weed, and you got to go to white folks for everybody else. Right. If you can't get the shit from the source, nigga, you ain't street. Well, yeah. So we, that was just a response to a condition that we were put in for the right. last 60 years. Right, That's right. That's some shit that, but we need to be proud of that shit because the other motherfuckers, they got whole internal game, child molestation rings, drug rings. We ain't got none of that shit. So we just got a nigga that pop a nigga back for fucking this gal. That's all right, we got. The streets are really, <laughs> streets are a watered down prison culture. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the code and ethics, how niggas try to operate in that box is how they do in the pen. The pen is all about respect. You feel what I'm saying? And the pen, you got certain yards you go on, and a nigga kill you if he's talking to you and you turn his back while he's talking to you. Or you turn your back while you're talking to him. Because that's disrespectful. When a man talking to you, you're supposed to look him in the eyes and get the whole conversation. Right, right, right. You feel me? So that's the code it's reflecting, but that prison culture is a very disciplined, stringent, warrior mentality. You know what I'm saying? Where niggas are going to come see you. You know what I'm saying? And the streets ain't necessarily that, man. The code is watered down. Ain't nobody really getting no money no more. We need to let that whole shit go, man. That's not who we are, man. We can still rap and do all this shit and be fly, but we need to move on to something different, bro. You know what I'm saying? These these Russians and these... You know what I'm saying? Them over, <laughs> when the last time you seen a Russian gangster? When the last time you seen a Russian gangster be like, nigga, I'm from blah 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 side on on Normandy and blah 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 street. Come see. Damn. You ain't never seen that. That's junior high banging. These niggas is all over the globe. You feel what I'm saying? Like we it's junior high banging. When nigga tell you where he from, that's cause he lived with his mama, he had no choice, and that's really where he be at. But when you move older, I mean when you get older and you start to progress in life. You could be anywhere. You could yeah. move where you want to move. It ain't about where your mama moved to. Yeah. Now, I love the tribalism of it because we do need to protect our communities and shit like that. But the whole fragmented aspect of us makes us weak, nigga. It ain't strong no more. It ain't, it, it ain't strong. And it probably ain't been solid since the early 90s. Why do you think it changed? But, I mean, Intel <laughs> Pro is one reason. When they took all the leaders out of a lot of the hoods, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a big reason, you know what I'm saying? The three strikes law is another big reason. Um, the influx of uh, Mexican immigrants is another reason. You know what I'm saying? African immigrants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, hey, it's, the, it's a multiplicity of reasons. It's a few things, man. One, one. It was never. It, it was rooted in defense. It was never rooted to take anything from Hold people. Hold on, Ro, Ro Blanco. You said you've donated two thousand to the channel. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. I don't want you to feel like we uh, we ignoring you, man. It's just I got my back to the screen, and when it's a lot of people in the chat, it goes fast. So sometimes if you donate and we don't say nothing, it's not because I'm ignoring you, G. It's just because the, the chat will move fast, and I, sometimes I won't see it. We will check to verify that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Much love and respect, though. Go ahead. Yeah, but like. Our, our, we never really had organized crime. Like our, our gangsters used to like protect our numbers runners, because we created the lotto with the numbers back in the 1920s and the 1930s. The Caribbean Archie when he brought that shit to New York. Oh, what? Yeah, Caribbean Archie brought the numbers to New York, which turned into the lotto. So our, our gangsters were people 
who like when we didn't have an economy, they they were the ones that protected when bootlegging was in. Right. When all kinds, of, those were the people that, that that were the strong arms, you know, for that. But we didn't really go around shaking people down doing gangs and shit. No. It was more of a, of a protection mechanism. And right. the L.A. gang culture was born out of defense. Right. It was born out of the Snyder Boys and all these white people from Compton. Well, the spook hunters coming in. Yes, yeah, spook, spook, spook hunters used to go around. They used to wear Letterman jackets in the late 30s, early 40s. And on the back of the jackets, they had niggas hanging from trees, like being lynched. And so the first gang that was established in L.A. in defense of black immigrants that came up during the Great Migration was called the Farmer Boys. And it was just basically a lot of first-generation blacks, you know what I'm saying, that came from the South, that lived in L.A., and they band together, and they was beating the dog shit out of white boys. That's no. how gang banging started in L.A. Yeah. It wasn't black on black. It was in defense of our, yeah. our neighborhoods. And with redlining, it was a lot of the white gangs that were in Southgate and Compton at the time because those places used to be all white. Compton was all white back in the day. There mm -hmm. wasn't no niggas in Compton. Wasn't allowed. Yeah. But they would come across up into L.A., and they would just beat up on niggas and rob people and shit like that. And so that's that's how we defended ourselves is with the whole gangbanging thing. Yeah, Yeah. so we never really... Our, our gang stuff was established. It, even our gangster shit was established on a moral code. Definitely. It, it got haywire in the 80s because in the 70s, the gangsters and the drug dealers were separate. My dad was in the street, but the gangs and the drugs didn't intersect. And then in the 80s is when the police made the shit intersect. Right. And But, but we talked about that before. Motherfuckers was making millions on the streets back right, then. So right. it was actually worth the risk. Right. So, you know what I mean? So it, it came out. It, it, came, it was a war on the streets based on a, based on the underground economy. Right. We right. never, we like these other people that, that's gangsters. We talking about the Yakuza and these Russians. These motherfuckers got government ties. It's on a whole other level. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so my parents would break up and get back together a lot when I was a kid. My mom is from Detroit. You feel what I'm saying? My dad is from Pasadena, but he also grew up in Watts. So every time my parents would break up, moms would move us back to Detroit. Then pops would, you know, come get us after a year or two. Then we'd be back all under the same roof. You know what I'm saying? And, um, damn, I, I lost my train of thought. You were saying, uh, your nose will smell it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh, damn, what was I going with this? You're, so, talking about, you're talking about your mom gang, going to Detroit. The gang culture to, to pops. That has to do with your mom and pops separating and breaking, breaking up and getting back together. I do not, motherfucking. That's that weed. Yeah, take that media off I and then yeah, I forgot yeah. where I was going. going I forgot where I was going. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, right, right, so, right. so one of the first times my parents broke up, my mother moved to Rolling Heights. So Rolling Heights is right next to the city of industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so when my mom moved there, it was like a more of a white suburb. And that was probably like 89, 90, right? When we moved there, it was a white suburb. By 91, it was all Chinese. Every business was Chinese. The Rouse Market was, they changed the name from Rouse to the Hong Kong Market. The bowling alley was gutted. It turned into like a, uh, like a, like a Chinese uh, shopping mall type situation. Uh, pull up another chair, Dunk. You scoot over to the left. So, so basically, they took over an entire community. The Asians. You from eighty nine to ninety one. It went from being like a a place where where like middle class white folks lived and like black people who had a little bit of money lived to basically being all Asian, right? And to me, that's gang banging. That should that really should be what gang banging is. It shouldn't just be living in a community. It should be taking over a community on every economic level. 
But right now, it's still juvenile. It's still, what the fuck you looking at, nigga? Right. That ain't gangbanging. That's whole shit. So you saying owning and taking over is more gangster. That's gangbanging. Hey. That's to, to piggyback on what you're saying, like my, my, I know someone, I, can, I can't, I don't, I don't even say who they are. They don't know who they are. But I know, uh, I know a, a sheriff that worked in Rolling Heights. Right. And he was like, you know what? Look, if you pull over one of them Asian dudes in another Asian car, like in a Mercedes or like a high-level car come behind it, don't write that ticket. Right. Because it's going to be a... That, they police themselves. He from the Bay, too. The Asians yeah. up there, they with the function. Yeah, they yeah. fuck around. Them niggas not no squares at all. They, yeah. we, we look at them as one of us. Yeah. And yeah. Asians and Samoans and Tongans. Yeah. They ain't we, we, we're yeah, the same like, way. Yeah, yeah. we the same way. Like, I, I, like, I'll hear them, them Asians, like, the police don't fuck with them. Like, if something happens, they're like, no, we got this. Like, they gangsters, not only... Not one that gangs they they major on home invasion robberies. Yeah. You read the paper, it's always somebody getting home invaded well, robberies. Because they don't believe in banks. Yeah. So they keep a lot of their money in the crib. And so at that's the same time, they're also the it. protective mechanism like where right. the police don't have to come in. Something happened. Right. One of the other gangsters is gonna take care of it and the police just know to back off. So you're right. saying which makes a lot of sense, you're saying what's real gangster is ownership and taking over as opposed to just protecting some shit you rent. Right, definitely. <laughs> That's why Suge and Big U and all them cats, they had the right idea in the way that they was pushing, and unfortunately that was ended, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that mind state is what it should really be about. It shouldn't just be about living in a community. And You, you need to own that community. Yeah. You need to be, you need, you, need, you need to own it. You need to vote in that community. You need to be established in that community, that's it needs. What the Black that's what it was all about. Yeah, definitely. Sure. You know, so uh, we need to get back to that. So look, I want to talk about something, man. I'm tired of women who date women, <laughs> not accepting the fact that they're homosexuals. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard that. They just want they they don't want to be called homosexuals. They don't think that they homosexuals. If you a woman that's fucking with another broad, you are a homo. Straight up and down. They like if they like if they not dykes, they not. Like gay. That's what yeah. They they basically don't want to feel like they gay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like women been doing that shit. But they when you want when you when the last time you heard a bra say I'm a homosexual? She say I'm bisexual yeah, or I'm yeah, a freak. But she can yeah. she gonna be like my name Keisha and I'm a homo. You ain't never heard that. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like females don't even gotta consider themselves as homo. It should be these niggas that's motherfucking homo. I don't give a fuck what I, niggas I like do though. That <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> but let me tell you though, the reason that they got it. The reason they got to accept being homos is because we have to make sure we got to make women live in reality to get the most we can from them. That's true. You can't be walking around here participating in homosexual activity mm -hmm. thinking that you just a freak bitch. Because that, that ain't what it is. There's some, some spiritual shit going on. Even though I like fucking you and your homegirl, the, <laughs> the yes. confusion... It's confusion. Energy never dies. It transfers. So, so if I'm fucking a confused, I want to stomp down gay bitch. I don't want no play around gay bitch. Just say what you are. Just say what it is. I don't want to. I don't want no stomp down stud. I don't want no bitch that's dressed like me. So we see this bad dyke just walk by, right? Hey, whenever you want to come home, let me know. That bitch was blushing like a motherfucker. 
She was a bad bitch just like bad, a nigga. But she was a dyke. Like, I said, I bitch, you can't hide the titties and ass from me, bitch. I see all that. When you're ready to come back home, holler at me. Hey, she was nice, though. She was nice, bro. I'll take all your old clothes, bitch, and make them mine. I'll take all your old clothes. They be dressing I don't respect gay people who date straight people that are in denial about their sexuality. You're a predator. You fucking with a confused individual. A lot of you gay motherfuckers, I love y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. But stop dating bitches with two, three kids, two divorces, and, and, and basically confused. If you been if you was born gay and you a stomp down gay motherfucker, I don't think no real nigga in here has a problem with you. No. But if you want some predator shit, that's another story. And yeah. people don't talk about female rapists and gay predators. They don't talk about them at all. They act like women can't rape niggas and they act like gay motherfuckers can't be predators. Damn. And Our somebody gotta yep. speak up. Yeah. Do you wanna tell them how the bitch raped you? <laughs> <laughs> This nigga, this nigga Craig, you be nose boning bitches, so I don't want to hear none of that shit. Yo, I mean nose boning the fuck out of bro. cervix is up, nigga. But, but fellas, why don't they ever talk about gay sexual predators? And women that rape men. How can we never hear about this in the media? Because they the main one. They the main ones. It took like what five years to get Ed Buck arrested. Raping and killing all them niggas in West Hollywood. Ed Buck? Yeah, that motherfucker over in West Hollywood. Damn. And so, like, because it happens all the time. Like, you always hear these gay people talking, well, trans people get murdered at a higher rate. Well, look, trans people only kick you up trans motherfuckers. Right. Straight people, if, if the person is, like, straight, I ain't talking about a uh, secret straight You saying it ain't a nigga who's straight as a motherfucker, but all his partners is trans? That nigga don't exist, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Straight people Straight people don't hang out in that world straight nigga, So if you in that world If you in that world There's probably another, another motherfucker in that world That did whatever they did to you Well Flame was a transsexual But also let me tell you But also Let's go for let's go for another rule The exception has never changed the rule If you, if you can point out one or two people Who are the exception that still doesn't, doesn't change the rule like when I be dealing with when I work with these kids and I had these little kids that get that that been molested, they usually been molested by a family member and oftentimes by a family member of the same sex. I got molested yeah. by a woman, but I enjoyed it. I was twelve, she was seventeen, and she I used to go to the, I went. She fingered you. Nah. I said. I said <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Bitches make me sit on her thumb every day. I, <laughs> But he used to be of the same sex. You're right. Right. She, 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 every real nigga fucked the older bitch when he was super young. Oh, that's a fact. So that's what it was. What they don't talk about, though, is like the, uh, the, uh, the, the teachers. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. teachers are doing that shit, too. Like, 
They 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 no white woman is fucking young niggas. You know what I'm saying? They but they don't look like our our teachers though. No. Yeah. So I guess it's like. Yeah, well, kind of yeah, so if you don't look like Miss Doubtfire, I guess it's cool. If she was like fucked yeah. up, let me tell you something. I'm in high school problem. and a badass teacher want to fuck with me. I'm fucking her and I ain't yeah. telling nobody. You better not say that. Like, she took me into yeah, the yeah. <laughs> I kept coming. Yeah. Story fire as a motherfucker. Story fire. <laughs> I'm at the crib like, nigga, what else? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Charlie the type of nigga, the a black male to teacher that's fucking the sound. Like, bitch, you, you I, I need to fuck. I'm going to tell everybody you fucking my sound if you don't fuck me. I'm Joe Jackson. You want to get to Michael? Fuck me too. Straight you know, up. You know what I'm the reason I brought up this this women being women being in denial about being homosexuals is because the other day Nishi Nash, who I'm a fan of, was on Red Table Talk with somebody else who I'm a fan of, uh, <clears throat> Jada Pickett. And Jada admitted to something that we all know that she fuck with broads every once in a while, yeah. and and then I mean we we know that I mean I, shit I Jada Pickett admitted to that. Oh, you can't tell. Oh, oh, you Oh, yeah. Yeah, she and her daughter admitted that she's attracted to women too, Willow. Okay. So, so y'all, right? She would, most definitely. So y'all know Nisi Nash divorced her husband, and then she recently married a woman. Right. So she was on the show referring to her, her, uh, her, her wife as her husband. Oh yeah. Man, that's strong. Cause she she married a stud. <laughs> she was referred to her as her husband. Look, Nishi Nash, you are a homosexual. Okay, that is not a man you're married to. That's a woman. Even if you was just joking, just own it. You know what I'm saying? If you want, if you want to be a homo, that's cool. We support you. I'm gonna still watch all your shit. I love what you do, but please embrace your new classification. You know what I'm saying? Because that woman you fucking with is not a man. Not it's a not man at all. And and and, and, and I'm gonna have the fellas let you know how she's not a man. Here's one way: if you married to a woman and you calling her her your husband, that you know she's not a man. Okay. If Chris Stokes wouldn't recruit her to a boy group, oh, <laughs> that he knows niggas. Chris Stokes know all about niggas, and he wouldn't fuck with your broad if he was starting B2K2. If Chris Stokes can't see a print in the front, he don't want to. He don't want to fuck with it. Come on, Chris Stokes is looking at the great doggers like. When y'all leave the crib, if she can take her dick with hers, that's not a man. I mean, well, I take my dick everywhere. Yeah, if she can leave her dick at the house. Yeah, if she can leave it there. If she can leave her dick at the house. Yeah, there you go. She's not a man. Brandon, how can Nisha Nash tell if her woman is not a man? I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, I don't care what she calls her husband. I don't know. It just doesn't bother me. <clears throat> but she's not. A, I mean, she's not a man. I don't. I mean, does she claim to be a man? Um, she dressed like a nigga. I mean, I look at it like that's how she. If that's how the is that how the person feels? Then yeah. That, I mean, if they want to be considered a man, then go. Well, no, it's not the girl. It's not the wife being considered the man. Is Nisi is in denial, and she's calling a woman her husband. Now, does Nisi I, want us to call her? 
the, the yeah, like, what, her yeah, husband too. Yeah. That's when it's all right. Come on, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how how relax. You call, you call, you can call that nigga whatever you want. She get mad. She get mad. But don't see that's why I got to be mad at me when I'm like your wife and you like no my husband. Yeah, like your wife. See that's why I can't hang out with that type of shit. We gonna give a fuck. You gonna be mad at me? I'm not even gonna ask that because I'm gonna say what the fuck I'm gonna say regardless. Because until I get mad, then they both gonna turn into women. So my question. That's real. Let me just stay away because I love everybody. How does the person, how does like her want to be identified as? I I think I don't have. I I think she's cool being a woman. I have no problem with the the woman. I I just base it off however if however person wants to be like addressed as. So if it's we think it's woman, say I'm a man, then I'll just I'll address as. As that. That's gonna be hard to do. You gonna that's gonna be hard. Address her as you gonna say oh oh your husband. If that's what she wants to be called. Okay. Here, here, here's like, that's all I mean. That's that's all no, that's it doesn't bother me. If you tell me to call you light skinned, then you're like, nigga, I'm light skinned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing. calling no, no woman. I'm just saying, like, it's no a, man. Even if that, that disrespects you as a man, no, but I, 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 th- I think what you're saying is like. <laughs> that's like, that's <laughs> like you being a bitch then. That's like you being a woman. Right. If, you, if I call a woman a guy, you, I, I will feel like a woman. Like no, you a girl and I'm a god. Right. I'm not sweet world reverse and shit. No, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if it's my girl or not. Right. I, I disagree and I, I, because if that's how a person feels, that's how that's how that's how they feel. That's how they feel. So, like like, like, they like, feel like, like reality. Reality. <laughs> no, yeah. way. Yeah. 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 He wants to be treated, so I'll be like, "All right, well, if that's you want to. You think you're a woman? Then all right, I'll call you." So you, so you a great guy. So you'll be dishonest in order to appease somebody. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's, it's not dishonest. Based no, on how she feels. It's not dishonesty. I'm not. I'm not basing it off of like my personal opinion. I'm basing it off of I'm disrespecting how you feel. If that's how you feel, then all right, then. That's how that's how I'm, I'm gonna address you. So you, but, 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 but how I feel it could be could be different. Brandon knows some. But if what happened is Brandon's wife. Brandon knows some bullshit right now. We got some ugly chicks. She feels like she's bad. You gonna tell her she's bad? Shut your ass up. Yeah. No, Bitch, you ugly. <laughs> we know. We know what be going on. Brandon is such a hypocrite. She's fat. You ain't skinny. No, because that that's different because. That's how she feels. Brandon, that's you said it business oh, like Gerald Wilkins. Look so I have to call everybody that's, that that I think is ugly. I have to walk up and call them ugly. No, no, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm saying, let's a woman walks up. You're walks up to you're, walk, you're having a conversation with a chick. She's clearly trash. <laughs> but, but she thinks she's bad. That's sub, that's subjective. But on the show, she's you on think, the show. You think that she's trying. But being male or female is not subjective. You think yeah. you're either a man or you're a woman. That's right. where I'm at with it, Craig. Well, I'm just trying to say, like, but he tried. No, you're but not, saying, but, you're but, not gonna no, tell somebody but, if you see them as something else. You're not gonna tell them. Like, no, you, that's I'm, the situation. I'm gonna you're answer your question. Like. One looks is subjective, right? There, there could be a person that thinks somebody's good looking, and you can ask other people and say no. So it's subjective. Somebody's saying I feel this way, and I want you to address me. I don't have a problem doing that. Like so I don't have a problem call her, calling. She's going. This uh, ugly girl is telling you to call, hey, call me bad bitch. She's gonna say, Brandon, call her bad bitch. If Precious, <laughs> if, 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 if that chick that if the chick that played Precious said, "Address me as a bad bitch," Thank what you. would you say? I'm not gonna do that, do no, I? Precious. Yeah, yeah. Gab, if no, Gabby said, if, if Gabrielle Cinebay said, Brandon, you motherfucker, address me as a bad bitch. What I, would you say? I'd do it if I, she paid me. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Thank you. But that's no. not. But that what you're. That's not. Damn. That's no. not tied to the. Let's not give you another scenario. Better scenario. She's yeah. on the show. 
right? And we are sitting here having a conversation about how women should be treated and whether she's like, I'm this type, bro, and I, I think like niggas should do this to me because I'm bad. Brandon I'm, I'm a bad bitch. You're like, hold on, hold on. First of all, no, you're not. You're like a six. <laughs> Brandon knows some bullshit. Let's do Brandon how you do everybody else. Let's do Brandon how you do everybody else. I'm calling the cap. I'm calling the cap. We're talking about like how a person feels inside of themselves, right? I'm telling you, come on, I've never changed this stance, bro. Yes, you have, bro. No, we've had this same months ago when we talked about other shit with D Wage. I've I've been consistent of this since then, bro, and that was like six months ago. I'm talking about how you act, nigga. I've been seeing you with people that. Looked at themselves a certain way, and you got and you saw them in a certain corrected. way, and you let them know to their face you're not that. Mm-hmm. So don't even act like that on this show. What does that have to do with somebody thinking they're they're a, a, uh, somebody thinking they're a boy? You're not gonna make me a liar so so, <laughs> so you can feel good. Facts. Uh, you're not gonna man. compromise my saying. morals. Yeah, what you know what I'm saying? What was your original question? You want to know how we can t- d- determine if this woman. Is actually a man or not? Is that what so, your so my question is: Should we adhere to deception? If somebody is obviously confused <laughs> and in denial, like Nisi about being a homosexual, okay. because you're married to a woman and you're addressing her as your husband, right? Should we concede with her and call no. this woman her husband, it's two or ways. should we be stomped down it's and be truthful? It's two way. Okay, so if you're a woman and you want me to address you as a man and call you a husband, I think there's two things that you should be able to receive. You should be able to receive a punch and not fall like a bitch. Right. <laughs> two, <laughs> you, should, can't do that. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Two, you shouldn't be able to... I mean, if you got to sit down to piss, you're not a nigga. Right. Let me, let me ask hey, you. Let me ask, let, let me ask you this. Sometimes my quads be tired. Oh, leg day, you can't stand leg up and piss on leg day. Sometimes when I'm doodling, the piss just come out. Niggas in wheelchairs go. Sometimes you got to Niggas in wheelchairs, I am Charlie Newhart on Instagram. Roll up on that nigga. So let me let me ask let me ask you this right and obviously it's hypothetical I'm just going to use a, a very extreme uh, analogy um, and I'll use it with, I'll lose it with uh, with Lou it's Lou right mm-hmm. hey, hey Lou, well, thank you for coming on the show <laughs> Lou is Bell yeah that sounds like an Asian little kid yeah. Lou so let's, 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 let's say Lou goes around his life thinking he's the fucking tough guy right in his mind he is this tough guy Man. and I beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, t- uh, you're, you're a bitch now. T- say you a bitch. And he's just like, he won't say it. In his mind, he's tough, but I'm literally mopping the floor with this nigga, right? right. I'm done, right? Can he still go around thinking he's a tough guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. tough guy is about he the- just lost a fight. Okay, a- so flip side. If somebody thinks they're a man or a woman and... You, you people are against you can't tell them how to feel that's how you still feel inside regardless no, 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 no. I can tell my money I can tell my money let's go back to that scenario right let's go back right, right? Saying, but, but say if you was beating Lewis ass right this person that ain't me, but his name Lewis, right? Yeah. <laughs> you was beating his ass, and then I don't he, mean it like that. But I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, hey, we go, and if that's the scenario, you like, nigga, you a bitch-ass nigga, say you a bitch. And I'm like, bro, just get off me, I'm a bitch. I can't get up and be like, I'm not a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah, no, yeah, you a right, bitch-ass yeah, yeah. nigga, because yeah. that nigga's beating your ass, and you screaming, I'm a bitch-ass nigga. So you're officially a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. But if I don't say, I'm a bitch-ass nigga, and I end up losing right. a fight, then nigga, we can chomp him again. Right, because I'm not a bitch ass nigga. But hey, Craig, Craig, you Craig, can't though. feel like a man. You can't feel like a woman. That's just what you are. Yeah, yeah. Chromosome. Chromosome say something. Different. You got chromosome. It is. This I look at. Look, 
Gay people for the last 15 years been heavy in the hey, media. Hey, got that fire in them. Yeah. 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 I thought you going to jump. Nah, I feel like it's a lot of feminine-ass niggas out here. And I feel like it's a lot of strong individual women out here. And I just feel like men got to step it up and drop their nuts, man. This shit getting crazy out here. Yeah, it is. Really, it's like, crazy acting like phone. girls. And I'm like, bro, niggas got to up their energy to, Straight to out. let motherfuckers know. That's real talk. <laughs> but like, the reason I see it, gay, remember, remember like in the, during the playoffs like in 2008, they had this whole campaign telling people to not say gay anymore. Before 2008, it was cool to say, oh, man, that shit gay. It wasn't, you know, they they changed the language. They said, they said stop saying the F word when it comes to gay people and all that stuff. They didn't need all this public campaigning to change our language to get us to accept the gay lifestyle more. Motherfuckers unchanged. People don't say faggot no more. People don't call shit gay no more. We've acquiesced. We've, we've, we've given in and allowed them to make them comfortable. So since we made you comfortable, motherfucker, live in your truth. Don't go around trying to change the world and say, right. make me comfortable. Now I want to be called something else. Yeah. That goes to show me, nigga, you ain't comfortable what the fuck you is. Right. And Nisha, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, baby. I'm going to do what every real nigga going to do when they see you and your wife. Because you're beautiful to me. Crazy body, all that. I'm going to ask you what every real nigga is going to ask two women that are in a couple. Do y'all have a boyfriend? <laughs> That's all I'm going to ask you. I'm always going to deal with, I don't care how many man clothes your woman has on. I'm going to always deal with her as if she is a woman. Because what she can't stop through the baggy jeans and the Jordans is the pheromones coming off her pussy. She can't stop me from picking up on that. That's nature. Regardless of who she chooses to fuck... Something happened to something happens to her on the inside when she sees a nigga like me. Right? And the tougher she act, the more she fighting against her own pussy. She's trying to override the feelings of wanting her pussy to get beat up by acting like a nigga. And I don't have a problem with it. But if I catch y'all. Please let me know if y'all have a boyfriend because I'm hollering at both of y'all. <laughs> and that's just the way I'm programmed. And that's no disrespect. You seen, you seen the uh, husband? The, 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 the bitch is a, a, she like a, she a decent looking woman. Okay. She ain't ugly. Nisi, if you want to come home, holler at a nigga. For real. And Jada, yeah. I fuck the dog shit out of this. Tell her, Charlie, you can take a right hook. I fuck the dog shit out of this. You can take a right hook, man. If you want to come home, you holler at a nigga. I will beat the dog shit out of that box. Yeah. 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 They're going to start crying together. I know. I know Nisi got fired. Ever since I seen her in that Reno 911 with them little bitty shorts on. Man, I was like, oh, my God. I know she got it, man. But being a man is bigger than pleasing a woman. It's being able to lead her with honesty and not emotion. So the reason that her feeling like a man is not important because feelings are a belief. Just because you believe that don't mean that it's the truth. And they change every few minutes. You know what I'm saying? So if she really if she really was a man, she would lead you out of... I'm talking about if she was really operating in a husband capacity and doing what a husband was supposed to do, she would lead you out of that deception and she would tell you, hey, baby, I'm not a husband. I'm a, I'm a woman. We're lesbians. We're homosexuals. Mm -hmm. So what's the solution? You're like, Honesty. You're a homosexual. Live in that. You can't be a woman... 
You're not a homosexual if you're a woman with a husband. You're a homosexual if you're a woman with a wife. <laughs> so yeah, call him. Live in your truth. Black people, we support you anyway. You know, we don't really be turning on ours like white folks do. The only time we cancel a, a, a black celebrity is if they on some molestation shit or they on some snitching shit. But we ain't never canceled a motherfucker because they was gay. We all know Luther Vandross is in heaven trying to give Jesus a back rub. Stop. We all know that. We all know that. But we... But we love that nigga. We love that nigga. You can't tell me nothing bad about Luther Vandross. That's Luther Vandross, man. But I'm saying he ain't the only he ain't the only black celebrity that was gay that we we don't turn our backs on ours like that. We been Lil Richard. Made the first openly gay song, Tootie Fruity on Rudy. Nigga, that's a gay oh, song. Queen Latifah. We knew this shit in the eighties that she was gay. He had the Brandon brought up a good one. Tevin Campbell. We knew we knew Tevin when he came out with I'm Ready. We we matter of fact, we knew Tevin Campbell was gay when he came out with that first song with Quincy Jones. When he was eleven, he was a little gay ass kid. But we was like, that song is banging. Well, black folks, we don't have to. You don't have to tell us. We know. <laughs> Black, you know what I'm saying? We know. We know who gay and who not. It's, it's, come on, man. We know. That's a fact. Don't play us like yeah, that. That's that media shit trying to make it seem like we homophobic. No, man, we got we gay people in all them churches, leading them choirs, and niggas. But niggas don't address it, though, because we got yeah. a lot of gay-ass cousins, and we right. don't be like, right. but just you gay at the family right. reunion. Oh, we should be like, let no. that little nigga do what he wants to do. Make sure y'all right. sure right. smash the like button. We should be at 1,000 likes. Our disposition is naturally to show love. Yeah. Black people, we don't have hate in our heart naturally. That's not how, that's not in our genetics. That's something that we learn here because we've been trying to survive in a society that hates us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So self hate is what we go to because we drowned it. As black men, we got a lot of niggas be zesty. I don't think niggas be gay. I think they a little just zesty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas raised around their mamas, you know what I'm saying? But their aunties really no, don't. We're not talking about them. Come on, bro. No, but, 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 but not, we're not talking about don't, though. Because I, I know niggas that, I know, because we got, I, I got people in my family that we thought was gay. Because when they was young, they was zesty. But them niggas got, when they got older, they was like, you know what I'm saying? Slaying them left and right. So I'm like, is the nigga zesty? Was the nigga just... You know what I mean? With all that said, Hey, Dougie, with all that said, we knew Lil Richard and Luther Vandross was gay. We knew it. We knew them niggas was gay. Tammy Campbell, we knew these niggas is. We're not talking about no ambiguous shit. I think I listened to the nigga song. You comedian niggas look up to Russell Simmons and Eddie Murphy, bro. So let's... Russell beat the dog shit out of you, nigga. One, come on, bro. Russell beat the dog shit out of you. Paul Mooney. We all be a Paul Mooney girl. Paul Mooney was dead. Jamaria, and these are y'all niggas' heroes. I don't be knowing. I don't be knowing the Hollywood politics. Richard Pryor talked about taking it in the ass in 1977. Real niggas don't give a fuck who's gay, though. I don't give a fuck who's gay. It don't mean shit to me. Malik Yoba's gay. Oh, he came out, yeah. He basically Mr. came C. out. He's gay. He, Malik Yoba was African defending the African 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 and he's a gang leader. He can get you. He can get you killed. He's a gang leader. 
ran, he's a gang leader. Oh, those are kids. He a gang bang leader of children, man. And they ran by him and hit little boys for years, man. These are the Briggs. Yes, they like. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Craig. Because for the most part, niggas really don't care. We gonna crack jokes. We don't give. A we fuck. always gonna crack jokes. Like, but black people, we gonna okay. crack jokes over anything. The singer? Oh yeah, Tank talking about getting his ass licked by yeah. 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 He, yeah, yeah, so he said nothing wrong with sucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. Something wrong with sucking dick. Stop. You ain't gay. He did say that. Hey, Tank performed no, yeah, at a gay festival, nigga. Oh, it was what? a nigga in the crowd, right? He was singing with his shirt off on stage. He, he knew it was a gay gay show, so he had his shirt off and oil on his chest and shit. Is a nigga that was feeling it so much, he about 6'9". Nigga put his leg up all straight in the air, nigga, from a standing position, nigga. You gay if you let a nigga do that. I'll stop the show. Like, hold on, nigga, hold on, hold on. Get this nigga the fuck out of here. <laughs> he got to go, You wouldn't perform at a gay festival? Yeah, I wouldn't take my shirt off. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would I love. Be. I love everybody. No, but I wouldn't because I don't think I could cater and make a great, uh, make it a great show. So I would turn it down, and it'd be a better opportunity for another nigga. If right. Duncan took his shirt off in the straight, mm -hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> any arena, <laughs> any arena, bro. Mm -hmm. I perform comedy at a gay. Get that nigga a titty rack. Titty rack. I got you. I got to let you do that. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, man. That nigga Dewan fart just to make more room in his stomach. Yeah. I'm just now realizing you your skin tone is burnt orange, nigga. You, <laughs> nigga, you look like <laughs> this. This nigga looks like the University of Texas. Get your Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. ass on out of here, nigga. That nigga that nigga got Timberland skin. <laughs> that nigga middle name is Work Boot. <laughs> Wine, what a serial number is, he tell you how many boxes of Fruit Loops he has. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's funny, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's really hard. Charlie Newbuck. Charlie Newbuck. Charlie Newbuck. That nigga finally had a good one. That nigga, was him. He got his first. He got his first good joke. That was his first good joke. Zen Master been trying. He been trying to get over a year. A year, bro. That was funny. That was funny. Hey, Zen Master, your persistence paid off. That's one out of two thousand, nigga. That's dope. He got a pitcher's batting average. His jokes are more consistent than his channel. Hey, hold on, hold on. So what if you think he a great YouTuber? What if he feels like he's a great YouTuber? I'm not gonna tell him how to feel. You can feel however you want, nigga. You can try. That nigga crazy. You can feel however you want. You try. Then all these whack ass rappers that come to you for shit. You tell these niggas you not rappers? 
No, I just didn't find. I, but they feel they rappers though. They do, and they trash. They are. See, I be telling niggas <laughs> niggas ain't rappers. Well, you keep it a thousand. Yeah. So, these niggas. Oh, I, I, I bro, rap. These niggas don't rap. But rap ain't genetics, nigga. You got a point. Into the wide, nigga. Because that's opinionated. What we talking about? What we agreeing on? That's not opinion. That's a female. Look, look at my If you need a kidney, you can't go to a rapper. You gotta go to a nigga. I need a verse, man. My heart going out. I need a Hey, I need a high sixteen. I got one rule, Craig. If your bitch, if the person you, if the person you married to has a zero percent chance of getting prostate cancer. And it ain't a fucking husband, it's a wife, motherfucker. Right, right, she right. She ain't got no goddamn Just got prostate. Got prostate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real oh, shit. But look, look, it's really hard to distinguish between like what is you and what you've gathered along the way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like a lot of times we learn some real cool shit in life and because we really like the information, we hold on to it. You know, and when people question that information, we feel like they questioning us. You know what I'm saying? I think the mind only, I think the mind doesn't have the ability to subtract, right? The mind can only like add information. So you learn something, once you learn it, you can't unlearn it. You just add perspective to guide it. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that's the approach that people should have to information. Once you learn something that excites you, you shouldn't necessarily hold on to it where you learn it. You need to add perspective so you can guide, so you can guide yourself correctly. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, adding perspective is the key to being a man in life. You got to add perspective to every scenario. It may be some shit that you mad about, and then, you you know, a few days go by, you add perspective, and you're like, oh, I had an error in perception. I was seeing that wrong. You feel what I'm saying? And, that, and the greatest black entrepreneurs do that. Look at Master P, right? At one point, the nigga just sold crack. Damn. And he added perspective, elevated to records. Elevated to flipping businesses, but the commonality of that is the fact that he learned some information how to sell crack, which is a, a lot of our introductions to how to do business, and he kept adding perspective to that fundamental and that foundation, and look where he is now. You know what I'm saying? But imagine if P didn't add perspective, and the nigga was still selling crack like right now in his 50s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I know niggas like that. I know yeah. niggas like that too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Same you still here? Yeah. How you still here? Like, so what I'm saying? Uh, so so what I'm saying? Tanishi Nash and all the other black gay people is you guys need to add perspective to whatever it is you choose as a lifestyle because before you're gay, you're black. And realize that a lot of the thoughts that you have that cause you to be apprehensive or embarrassed about your lifestyle choice, that don't come from our community. Mm. A lot of that shit is shaming from the gay and lesbian community. They want you to feel that shame so you can join their causes and fight for their causes. They don't want you to identify right. as black. They want you to identify as LGBT or whatever. But please believe when you go get that job, if it's a white LGP, whatever the fuck that is, and a, and a black gay motherfucker, you already know nine times out of ten who the work is going to go to. You feel what I'm saying? Add perspective, man. Stop just doing what these white folks is doing, thinking that that shit 
is something that it can change your life. You can't. You can change being gay. And I don't give a fuck if you say you was born that way, but if you wanted to change it, you can change it. But you can't change being black. Facts. 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 Or better yet, better yet, you can go your whole life without us knowing you that you're gay. Right. Really? Really? I don't fuck you, can't hide, you can't hide being black. Hey, let me tell y'all something. Do y'all know this about me? I love grilled onions. y'all niggas know that about me? Grilled onions? It don't fucking matter, nigga. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. I went through my whole life. Y'all niggas not know it. I don't know y'all yeah. niggas a long time. Y'all know that about me, but that's, that's fucking matter. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Like, you, you can't hide being gay, but, like, that's what, like, Charlie can't hide his bad skin. <laughs> yeah. Neither can I. Neither can I. Yeah. That nigga said you got the skin of a tangerine, nigga. <laughs> All the trees out my yard. I don't want no trees and no rope around me. Things are coming. But look, if, Ma- if Master P didn't add perspective, and he was still selling crack, he'd be a, he'd be in his fifties, and he'd be a single digit thousand there. He probably have six grand to his name right now. Damn. You feel me? And, and all he would have to leave Romeo was a Section Eight trap house. You feel what I'm saying? Section trap Just think about it. He wouldn't have shit to leave Romeo. He could probably, if if Master P was in his fifties, still selling crack, and he wrote out a will, what would he be able to leave Romeo? I'm gonna leave you this uh, '83 Honda Accord. <laughs> I'm gonna leave all your Uncle Silk's karate clothes. Man, all these Jabol <laughs> jeans, nigga. All these Jabols. You know what I'm saying? And I got these letters I'm going to leave you from. Uh, I'm going to leave these letters. Look. <laughs> I'm going to leave you these letters from this nigga, some nigga in the army named Mystical. Uh, these letters, nigga. The letters is in all caps, nigga. The nigga's yelling in the letters, nigga. <laughs> If he didn't add perspective, he wouldn't be Master P. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? If you look at all the black niggas, men that are successful in this industry, they all had a similar perspective or a similar start and added perspective. Look at Jay Prince. Jay Prince was on the car dealership. That's a brilliant brother who always seeks knowledge and is very humble, and he's a man of his word. He kept adding perspective. He elevated his status in life. He started with something very simple, and he kept adding perspective. And now look where look look where he's at. You know what I'm saying? Look at uh, you know, look at uh, who else, man? Who was some good example? Jay Z, Jay Z, currency. Add perspective, man. Stop trying to be right about some shit you learn, and stop arguing with niggas over bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And trying to prove that what you know is more than the next nigga, and and looking for niggas. To, you know, just stop, man. That's not that's not what it's about, bro. If you learn something and it turns out it's wrong, it's all good. Add perspective to it and use it to your advantage. Is there a, is there a time when you can say? To the niggas watching, where you added perspective and it worked out for you, where you started off doing shit a certain way. And it may not have been what you thought. Then you, you, you know, what I'm saying you learn something, you add a little spice to it, and now you're working, now you're going. Yeah, I know, you know. You got a 
was just gonna say, I promised myself I wasn't gonna be on the internet doing motherfucking videos and skits. I'm like, internet niggas, but then it's like, okay, got a different perspective of it, and then that helped my career. What was man, the thing that sparked? What was the thing that sparked it? We was like, well, damn, if this, I, I guess I got to do it because I was doing shows in real life, and motherfuckers walking up on me and telling me I should do a show with a motherfucker on the internet. I'm like, I never. I, who is this nigga? Who the fuck yeah. is this? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What the fuck you mean? Yeah, but then... I, 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 you know, no. yeah, yeah. yeah, so you change your perspective, but, but it grow. You know what right. I'm talking about? Yeah. What about you, Dunk? Shit, bro, everything. Nigga, life, every day you wake up. Right. That shit just change your perspective, nigga, because nothing is the same. <laughs> yeah. So once, once you... Nigga, if you ever in a situation where, nigga, you know what I'm saying, you, you have to deal with something like that and you're not ready for it, I mean, always go back to the one. You know what I'm saying? Like my nigga James Brown said. <laughs> it always starts with the one. Always begin Facts. again, bro. Because if you got a foundation, you got something to build off from forever. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Most niggas don't want to do that. They don't want to grind. You know what I'm saying? I've been grinding since, what, 2005. You know what I'm saying? Doing music. And like, I still ain't where I want to be. Right. They're weird. I, I don't even know if there is a time in my lifetime where I could be where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think it would take two of them. Right. I got so much shit to do that nigga. I'm like, now I gotta live again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? On that type shit. So just always go back to the one and your foundation will take you where you're supposed to be. Bro. For sure. Yeah. Moving what? to Hollywood was like that. Shit. I'm yeah. like, nigga, I some Hollywood. Shit. I ain't fuck I look like being out there. Right. You feel me? But if I kept that perspective, I wouldn't be in the room with y'all. Y'all ain't even know Hollywood niggas. It's right, just, right. That makes it uh, yeah. reachable so you know I had a foundation like you said and I had I got a foundation in the Bay Area that's where that's where I get my game from now Hollywood ain't taught me shit really it just gave me more yeah, opportunity just, just right. go work. But, nigga I got the you feel me so it's like you just right. you, say like you said Bay, you know this. yeah I'm on this it's really in me now. Yeah. I'm out here but yeah. I'm in yeah. it's in me not on me nigga yeah, yeah. Brandon Dozy Charlie my mind might be when I when I bought the my, my my first crib, like I wasn't looking to buy. I was looking to go rent something. Somebody put their uh, a real estate a real estate person put their shit in the rent account. So oh, I'm that like, was I smart. Could, yeah, so I'm like, hold on, this how much the rent would be or my mortgage would be at this motherfucker? Hold on, how, a three bedroom for fifteen hundred? Nah, nah, nah. You ain't that ain't possible. So of course when you start doing the numbers and then she explains the whole situation. I had never bought a house, so no nobody with a house. None of that. So it just took her doing the wrong thing, and then now she you know here we here we are. Later, I got two cribs. So right. it's, you know, I, I never would have done that if I if beautiful. I don't think I'd be here if, if I got that like the apartment I was gonna get. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Right, it it happened, but definitely not right now. Right, it's, right. It's definitely funny right. you said about a house. Cause my house changed my perspective too. One of the first houses I bought right out of college. I learned that business is business. You can't take make someone's personal story with business. It'll get you fucked over every time. Facts. I bought a house just out of college, and the guy was thinking like, well, he told me he was like, you know, the guy he still wants to live here. He wants he's going to move out at the end of the year, but if you but he needs to sell the house now because he's losing it, and then he'll be out at the end of the year. And then I was like, cool. I graduate in December. I can move into this house in January, and now I bought the whole little thing. Ended up being some old other behind the back shit that went on. I ended up getting like the the person who, who who brokered the deal was some shady motherfucker. Right. So because I bought the house from a person who I didn't even know the motherfucker who brokered the deal, the owner of the, the place, I ended up getting the two point three million dollar judgment against me in court. Oh wow. Because my lawyer told me you can spend sixty grand to defend this and then come out at nothing, or just let the judgment happen and file bankruptcy and get up out of it. Right. So I ended up getting a two point three million dollar judgment against me at the age of twenty five, right when I'm starting off. 
because I'm buying the house, but I'm taking someone's personal story. The one trying and, to settle for two cheeseburgers and some uh, fries. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he went to the McDonald's organization. Brandon looked like he go to the Mississippi and noodle catfish. Nigga, stick his arm down up in that motherfucker. He looks like a professional catfish noodler. A catfish noodler. But like, but like, I, I, but for real, like. At 25 years old, I had 2.3 against me, Damn. and I had to start. So, but I'm glad it happened then at 25. At 20, because now, like I know for the rest of my life, business and yeah, yeah, yeah. people's personal story are two different things. Thank God it happened when I graduated college versus now. Right, right. Hey, yo, Zen, congratulations on that second buy, man. That's that's some passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back from your first house. house, so you got to move in your second. Charlie, <laughs> I uh. I think everybody in this room, man, at some point, which I respect all of you, everybody in this room that hustled a little bit, you know what I'm saying, had their hand in something. But if you take that hustle, which is buy low, sell high, you take that mindset to anything, you know what I'm saying? I, my, me and my pops had a car lot in southwest Detroit. So all them years of hustling and all them years of doing sales for other people, making other people rich, we applied that to our own product. Shit, we was buying and selling cars. It took about two years, but eventually we were selling 20 cars a week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It turned into a million-dollar business. It took about two years, but we took that same hustle from selling cars for other people, that same hustle from street, buying low, sell high. Shit, we was pulling up with cars, and motherfuckers was buying them off the tow trucks and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a million-and-a-half-dollar business, and my dad had an opportunity to shock his family. They was looking at him like, you doing this? Like, yeah, we moving 60, 50, 60 cars a month. So. You know, enterprising, like you was talking about earlier, buying shit and owning it on your own. But that's when my perspective changed. Like, damn, instead of me <coughs> making another motherfucker rich, instead of me, I don't want to be a 55-year-old nigga talking about I'm selling bags and shit. That's stupid. You take that same hustle, apply it to a car lot, flipping houses. Mm-hmm. You take that same hustle you had, you apply it to something else and watch how you win. Facts. Brandon. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for me, I mean, I, I have different perspectives and different phases of life, but I'll just go to more, something more current would be, let's say, like the pandemic, right? Obviously, like, a lot of people lost their jobs and, you know, people are dying of COVID. So, but this has not affected me at all. Like, the pandemic has been nothing but, like, a surreal blessing for me. Like, like, yeah. like, what, like what, what, what I'm doing with, with, with Craig, pause, <laughs> and there's other projects I'm doing. I mean, it literally has accelerated so many creative ideas. Um that we're trying to do and I went from a person that wanted to pride myself with trying to be behind the scenes and I was able to leave my job based, you know what I mean and really focus on investing back into myself and to stuff that we got going on and it's it's been nothing but a blessing man and I don't think this would have happened if the pandemic never happened for right. right. me I, I mean our schedule was just up and, I mean it was so up and down so to be like certain things that are consistent for me now would, would not exist like, the people that have watched this show for over a year now, like, we used to start this shit at 8 o'clock at night, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On nine. just 9 o'clock nine. at night, bro. Yeah. Random, random days. You remember this shit, Dunk? Like, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know if no one was here at that time, but we were, we've, we were been able to create such a dope platform and be able to slingshot this <laughs> to a thousand other things that we can't even really talk about yet until that comes to fruition, but... I mean, I'm, we're just, I mean I'm, for me personally, I feel very fortunate um, of what happened in the world. Mm-hmm. It sounds bad. To hear yeah, 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 because it's, it's hard to celebrate something knowing everybody's in fucking turmoil. 
But I, 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 I man, this coronavirus been great. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's been, it's been <laughs> me personally. Yeah, like, I agree, but me personally, it hasn't affected me. It's called innovative disruption. That's what they call it in the investing game. Is when something comes out of nowhere that people didn't predict. They they didn't have any idea. There was no metrics for it. There was no graphics for it. It's just an innovative idea that's destructive to the norm, and that's kind of what COVID has been. For us, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Who's more used to shit coming out of nowhere and fucking things up other than black people? Yeah, that's right. Right. Hey, hey. If you came to judge, right. nigga, come on, dog. Every time you get pulled over on your way to somewhere to find out you ain't going there. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. In the back seat? Nah, hey, hey. That's some real shit. Zen, I, I got two houses, man. Relax. Stop addressing this fucking weirdo. Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm some wild uh, shit right now. Using one smash that nigga feeling good from his one joke in two years, yeah, nigga. That nigga. Like, <laughs> you need to put that energy and find a. a you need to put. You, right you need to use that energy and find a bitch. Smash that life. Worry about the bitch. Man, that nigga look like a. That nigga look like a. Tell that nigga don't check me, check EDD. Hey, Craig, I want to ask you. Go ahead, go ahead. When the pandemic started, 2020 of March, from everything leading up to that and then your perspective from then after that, tell us, tell the audience and everybody how that has changed you. Oh, man, in several different ways, man. I mean. I shit, bro. I'm a working nigga, man. I was the nigga that always had a job or my own business. You know what I'm saying? And I dabbled in comedy for ten years. Work, then take some time off, just do stand up. Work, took some time off, do stand up. But the first seven years of my career as a comedian, I didn't do no social media either. I didn't man, fuck with it. I thought it was goofy. Same, nigga. Funny. And then I got to, then I went up to ADD and kind of seeing how that shit worked or whatever. But I was still working a regular job. I was working in in and out so much that a lot of goofball ass niggas in the industry just thought I was just around. They didn't know that I was a, a monster on stage because I wasn't, I wasn't seeking the stage time or trying to get in with. Sir. I wasn't playing the game. Literally, I'm a, I'm an artist. My nigga, I consider myself an artist. Before I ever told a joke, I have five albums as a rapper. Hey. Hey. So I fell forward in this game. So it was a lot of misnomers about me that 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 existed. And it was funny to me because I was a grown nigga when I got into comedy. I didn't start telling jokes. I was 27, 28. So I had already owned a crib. I had already lived a lot. Stop I had already, you know what I'm saying, had a, a, a regular life. Like, I didn't I didn't find myself in comedy. I was already an established man when I jumped into this. And then already had delved in entertainment and shit. So, what the pandemic really taught me is how to produce content, you know what I'm saying? And it gave me a better understanding of how to build. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know, I come from the school of shit got to be dope, got to be fire. If you're a rapper, you got to be fire. Bars. If you were, whatever it is, you got to be fire. Then when I got into this, it's a lot of lesser talented niggas who are a lot further in this. And that taught me, that, okay, damn, so it's it's more about consistency. It's not really about how dope it is. So that's the biggest lesson I learned and just give feed the appetite of the people that fuck with you. Don't worry about, you know what I'm saying? 
And, and that's what the Bay Area taught me because it was, it was similar with me being out here. I wasn't involved with the all deaf digital and all that. I was the nigga that's close to it. Mm. But at the same time, niggas ain't tripping off me because I ain't tripping off them because right. I'm back home making money. Right. So it's Talk like I, it. I never thought I never had a dream. We, you know, the Bay Area niggas is known for getting money and not famous. So you know, it's a lot <laughs> that's of true. it's a lot of independent artists. Man, where I'm from, say it again, that's bro. way more guapped up than a lot of niggas that's famous. So I came out here with the intention. I'm only out here to get my notoriety bigger. I didn't come out here for a handout because I wasn't trained that. Right. So it's like yeah. I wasn't getting I wasn't getting stage time in Los Angeles, but all I gotta do is drive up north and get up and practice. Right. So I'm practicing getting good right under these niggas' nose. Right. So you know what I'm saying? It's literally like we have the same journey, but the only difference is that you you said you went to work, I just had to go home. Right, right. You feel right, me? But right. it's the same feeling it's the same shit. Angeles, yeah. Like, man, y'all niggas right. got me fucked up. Yeah. And you know what's funny Straight about out. that, too? Because, like, I'm born and raised L.A., 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 South Central. Mm-hmm. Hollywood is some foreign shit to us. Like, yeah. for me, Hollywood isn't impressive. That's mm-hmm. where all them gay niggas hang out. Like, I'm L.A. nigga. Right. And I remember speaking with Craig talking about uh, the internet. When Roast Me first started, Teddy called me. He's, he, Teddy Ray called me. He's like, we got this new show called Roast Me. Yeah. I already oh. called Craig. Craig is down. And a few other people, I need you to come down. Dewan thought it was a cooking show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Teddy Ray, too, man. You know what I'm saying? That, that, nigga's, that nigga's genius, man. This nigga is one of them ones. You look like you've been in the sun for 17 hours. <laughs> and this shit only stay up for 12. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> it only stay up for 12, but you got 17, nigga. <laughs> All, but the like, friend, all but the like, Landers' white friends say he's one of the good ones. But like, but like, well, again, I wasn't on the internet. I was like, oh, I had already done a couple little sketches with all that. They, they they told me it was one thing. Then when I got there, it was something different. Right. And I was like, I'm not. I'm a, I was a working man. I had already taken two days off of work already that same month to do a sketch with them that didn't go nowhere. Right. So when Teddy called me, I was in my head like, you know, what I mean, it's all oh, that be on that bullshit. I don't really know. Craig gonna be up there, so whatever. But I didn't go. And, and 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 then then the shit blew up the way it blew up. You know what I mean? So it, it was a perspective that you. A lot of times you be in your own head thinking like, nah, I don't fuck with that shit. You don't know but what's gonna. You don't take know. You. Yeah, That's what I be bro. telling niggas because they be hitting me like, if I plug them with roast me, that mean that they gonna be where we at. Yeah. No, yeah. nigga. Let me tell you something. When them cameras come on, it's different. I done seen a lot of niggas who y'all think are the greats fold up. Great talk about I got my ass roasted on there yeah. by you, and I'm like, damn, yeah, I but, lost. No, but you didn't fold up though. But, uh, I, like, you didn't, I didn't fold up, but it just didn't match my atmosphere. Right. Cause I look at a lot of niggas as squares, so yeah. if I can't roast niggas <laughs> yeah. like how I roast, it's yeah. kinda like But but where we come from, we know anybody can get it. I, see, see, that's how this how you know you're a Hollywood nigga. If you feel like your status is supposed to carry you. You Hollywood. You yeah. Hollywood. Because me, I've grown, nigga, nigga, I got bad skin, big nose, all type of shit. I've been getting destroyed on the roast tip my whole life. Mm. I told y'all the story about my first roast session. That's why you good. You feel me? Because I don't, because I, but I view it as art. So I'm never trying to beat you. Yeah. I'm never trying to beat you. I literally created my own style. Yeah. So I can hear when a nigga's using my shit. Fact, I won't fact, say fact, it, fact. but yeah. I literally sat down one day and say, how can I get to this funny in a different way than everybody else? And then Rose Me solidified that. So if you're not willing to go that far, 
then you 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 a Hollywood nigga. This is an art. Everybody ain't got the same gift, and that's one thing I'm learning Real just talk. in general. Like a lot of people got a lot of different lanes, and it's a, it's not enough platforms to make motherfuckers to show their lane and their gift. So that's why it's important for everybody to have their own lane. Like this is a lane and a gift of yours. You're really good at podcasts. I'm right, a really, thank you, man. I'm a fan of this show. All of you guys, y'all, this is y'all gift. Y'all should have been had one. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> but, you know, but no, y'all shouldn't though. It, this is the yeah. right time because y'all know what y'all know. Come on, right. man. Not commend hey, hey. y'all for that. I appreciate you. Bro, we're gonna get rid of Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is this. But dive dive into your art, man. Don't ask me. Just dive into your art. Somebody else that people talk about a lot who I'm a fan of is Buka Pong. Yeah. So what a lot of people don't understand about Buka Pong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love Boo. Boo hella funny. I, 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 I love Boo Capone. Boo took me. Boo took me out for my birthday, my nigga, and everything yeah. was on him. You all, you good with me? Embarrassed the shit out of us. Embarrassed. Oh yeah. I love Boo, but Boo, lot of motherfuckers don't understand. Boo been in these streets. Bagging on niggas since the early 90s. Before that. Since the early 90s. And he's still at it. But this is his art. He enjoys roasting. Like, this is really, he lives and breathes this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got to have that type of determination. You know what I'm saying? Mixed with adding perspective. To go to that next level. Now, sometimes you can be so in yourself and so about what you want that you're not adding perspective and you can get stuck. Yeah. Boo got stuck for a little bit, but he added perspective and he grew massively. Yeah, he grew fast. Fast. Massively. So because, just, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think sometimes you have to allow yourself to be open to people changing your perspective. Yeah. People around yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I was blessed to be a part of this circle because Craig sat me down one day like, bro. Cause we, I had did a sellout. I do my own show. Yeah. I don't know about trying to beg on be on nobody else's show. Yeah, facts, I'm bro. Do my own <laughs> shit. Let them know. Try right. to hustle and sell that motherfucker out. Let I came know. out here from Detroit. I sold out the J Spot. Definitely. We sold out the comedy. You just yeah. facts. Hustle. Yeah. And after we sold out both shows, I'm picking my own comedians. I'm hosting the show because I need to control. I want all the money from the door. You're not gonna tell me you're gonna pay me a hundred dollars for twenty minutes worth of comedy. You crazy, my dick, nigga. I'm a hustler. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna do the show on my own. So I did these shows. And then Craig was like, bro, it was a dope-ass show we did at the Comedy Union. You know what I'm saying? And you sold out the J-Spot. He said, my nigga, you doing a lot of work. He said, it's cool. He said, but you got to get on this internet shit. And at the time, nigga, I ain't have a cell phone. Right. I was on some street shit. I had no cell phone. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 They was like, look, dog, you got to start putting out consistent content on YouTube. You yeah, got to build that online shit. I said, man, all the niggas on there is corny. Them niggas ain't funny. Yeah, hey. right. I said, nigga, we get on stage, we tell real jokes, we yeah. have niggas we kill the crowd. Yeah. He said, dog, you got to 
change the way you doing shit. You know what I'm saying? He said, you did commercial, you did all that shit. All that shit's fine. Basically, it was like, all that shit you did was cool. But if you're trying to go to this next level, be too. Like, nigga, you got to get your IG popping. You got to put out shit on YouTube. And I listen to them niggas like, man, y'all absolutely right. And, yeah. just, and, and, and your shit's fire. Yeah. Nigga, y'all, but y'all put fire. me up on game and I appreciate you for that. But being able to listen to people around you and take their perspective and at least try it. Yeah. Too many niggas be like, I ain't doing that shit. That shit ain't going to work. Because we, we got to talk directly to these motherfuckers. Yeah. That's what the game is about. All uh -huh. these agencies and... All these motherfuckers are, or they got artists brainwashed into thinking that they know what these people want. Ooh. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. These people, Facts. these people will tell you who they want to fuck with. Facts. You know what I'm Facts. saying? And th that's the power right there. The people are the power. It ain't the agencies. It ain't hanging with certain motherfuckers. You know, all that shit adds to the pot. But if the people ain't fucking with you. But I learned that fast from producing shows and bringing all the people I fuck with out here Talk yeah. about to the it. bay. Talk and about what I'm it. saying, the Bay Area don't know all of these motherfuckers that yeah. that a lot of people out here love. Right. I tell motherfuckers, where Craig at? Right. Where Teddy at? Where they? Oh, I'm gonna bring them. But right. then I done brought motherfuckers that's more famous than y'all. Yeah. Niggas be, uh, where I'm from now? Where the, who the fuck is these niggas? Right. <laughs> right. Go ahead. That go nigga ahead. hella weak. Right. <laughs> niggas scream at you on stage. Yeah. Boom, nigga, you hella weak. All that, nigga, I don't know your agent at the show. Up. Yeah. So I learned that fast, like, nigga, Man. I'm. Yeah, nigga, I love everybody. Straight out. Like up the video. Thumbs up the video. Make sure y'all smash that like button, man. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we we live, man. How, Still good to have, it is run how we how we not at a thousand? What's going on, man? We not at a thousand likes. Hold on, man. Y'all being this disrespectful. We thousand likes. We back on air. We back on air. I'm thinking it's a whole other episode. Nah, 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 nah. We back on air, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> That's super crazy. <coughs> Where Charlie at? He booing one? You know, he went to the store. Oh. I'll bring some more next time. <laughs> hey, Drummond had four points, two rebounds, and one assist in his first game. That's cool. And a, and a, and a broken and toe. And a broken toe. So how long he, he got? We didn't right. break it, but he fucked it up. He fucked up. The nail, the nail came off his big toe. Toe contusion or some shit. How long he toe is everything, too. How long he supposed to be out? Few weeks, probably right. Few weeks, and the toe that the toe sounds small, but you can't move without that toe. You can't do shit. If anybody ever lost a toenail, but that shit ain't fun. Oh damn! I ain't never lost a toenail, homie. That's a brain toenail. I lost a fingernail, nigga. Have you lost a toenail before? He looked like he lost a toenail. Country ass nigga. That nigga's over. Pulled my back, lost the toe. I lost a toenail. It grew back black and it always just grows back black. Oh, and it was hooping in sandals on asphalt. <laughs> 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 it was the Dozy 12s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dozy 12s. Yeah, my feet look good. They don't know what the fuck you talking about. These niggas over here dabbing like they got a toe You ain't got no corn, nigga. 
That nigga got two more Oh, yeah. Duncan touched oh, yeah. that nigga's a flaming hot cheeto too. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
To call a timeout. Oh, look at look at. Look, I agree. Kick that's it out. I see. Go up for a layup. No, 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 no. We're comparing a team sport to an individual. We are. No, no, we are. Because that's like a comedian compared to a fucking tennis. But like, but boxing with a team. But they both, even though one is individual, one is team. They both are strategy driven. Mayweather. What makes him the greatest is that. He can he can fight with any strategy, he, any, style. any style. No, no, no. Any style because he ain't fighting every weight class. No, no, he no, 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 no style. One oh six. Did he do heavyweight? Do he do heavyweight? Nah, he fought every style. What I'm saying is LeBron got a. LeBron got to go against anything that come against. And he's bigger, to. and he's bigger, faster, stronger than so, what he's playing against. And you got four, five <laughs> niggas on one team. I, I got to beat them. Yeah. It do matter because LeBron. Go ahead. Go back to what he's saying. What time? What time? Go back to what he said about IQ. Again, IQ. All five players can call timeout, not just J.R. Smith. So IQ that off. If none of them five niggas call timeout, all five of you niggas is dumb, not just J.R. Smith. Second of all, when Craig when Craig talked about you know as far as best better at your job. You said Mayweather be any he be he can fight all styles. Right. He never throws a bad punch. He's the greatest technically sound defensive fighter of all time, lost. and he never lost. lost. Well, I'm saying, but like when we talk about basketball, going, back, is. going back to what you said about Everybody better. Lost in basketball. But no, no, but no, no, it's not, not about no, boxing. That's no, no, but no, no, forget losses. Going back to the, your original point about uh, as far as being better at your job, if we break down the components of basketball, the different skills across the board, um, you know, if if. Free free throws are like jabs. If you can't make free throws, and you shoot them at, and you, no, and you no, don't go no. to the basket because a you layup is like a jab. No, no, no. A layup is like a jab. No, I'm saying you you literally don't go to the cup at the end of games because you're scared to shoot free throws. Right, right. Mayweather ain't gonna be scared to do some shit in the middle of a boxing match because he can match whatever you bring him. Right. Mayweather is possibly the most mentally strong athlete ever. Ever. He, 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 he's, he's, he's the best at his job, better Facts. than Michael Jordan was at basketball. Facts. I agree. The only thing close to him as far as level, like how good he is in comparison to his competition, maybe Will Chamberlain? No, even, I think it's more current. No, maybe I, Will I, I, Chamberlain? Maybe more current. Like, like, because maybe Serena? I was, no, I was going to go. Oh, no, no. no, I was going to so, I'll do this. Craig, Craig. She is. It's one chance. Hold on, Craig. Before we get into that, so I would say like, 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 a, like a Simone Biles. Like a Simone Biles and Usain Bolt. Right. Like these people Usain are, Bolt, maybe on par with, with Mayweather? Yeah, Usain for sure. Bolt, yeah. But Simone Biles and Usain Bolt. Like oh, yeah, Simone Biles is doing flips. They named the flips after her now. The actual names of some of them are named after her. Simone Biles is a good She's a. She's flawless. What point are we making right now? You're just naming athletes. We're talking about mastering, like mastering the uh, the game or the position, so right? Like, LeBron did not master. No, he's not. Are you crazy? Position. Is that oh, a yeah. four ring? He yeah, because he's taller, he runs faster, and he's, he's a freak of nature. Mayweather is not a freak of nature. Yeah. Everything he so has. So y'all like Curry? Who the go to basketball? There's no go. There's no the go. Of, the goat of 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 boxing is. Probably Mayweather. I, I can agree with you on that. I fuck um, with Mayweather. Um, I don't go against niggas that haven't lost. There's only, I mean, there's certain niggas who haven't lost, like Kawasaki, who ain't goats. Absolutely not. Not a goat. You not feel what I'm saying? But, but so Jordan not the goat? They were not in You are you saying Kawasaki is a goat? Are you fucking crazy? He didn't fight them in the 90s. He fought them when they were on the decline, bro. He knocked. He, that was Roy, Roy Jones. Roy Jones got knocked out like four times. It's B Hop one. If you want to say Castillo won B Hop one, if we're gonna be real about no, that, he got no, no, you know, no, he didn't. No, no, B Hop just didn't, didn't throw punch the first four rounds. 
My nigga, be up on that fight. If you want to keep it 100, when Kawasaki beat uh, when Kawasaki beat Roy Jones, Roy Jones was in that fight. Yeah, he just outworked him. But Kawasaki, he was faster than Kawasaki. He was landing punches. He was his oh yeah, he was, was faster in that fight. Roy was done though. Kawasaki's a volume puncher. Roy, Roy and Kawasaki just had a, a, a round table. They they do that shit on. Uh, I saw it. So do you see Eubanks on there? But you, I saw but, it. but you saw how Roy was giving that respect though. Are you telling me that Kawasaki? Ass, that's cool. He's like, we can do it again. He's like, I want to fight him again. Roy, I know I wasn't that better. Roy need the money. Roy said that. Roy basically so said that. Now y'all can't argue me if a nigga say he got his ass. You telling me Kawasaki is a better fighter than Roy Jones? He said he got his ass. Nigga, when he was. He said it. You telling me Kawasaki is a better fighter than Roy Jones? Jones said it. He said he beat him that night. No, Roy Jones, Jones said he beat him that night. That nigga crazy. Wasn't it after Glenn Johnson knocked him out? It was. That was after Tarver? After Glenn Johnson? Johnson. He was on his way out. Yeah, Roy was done. He was already on a decline. Roy was on a decline. Roy wasn't the same after he won the heavyweight championship. But Roy, you telling me Larry Holmes is better than Muhammad Ali? Who? Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes? What? For his legacy? No, you said Kawasaki beat Roy. Larry Holmes is up there with Muhammad Ali in my He is best jab in boxing history. Best jab ever. Ever. And boxing him is well him and him and Tommy Hearns is close, bro. I'll give it to but I'll I'll defer to the heavyweight at that point. Okay, I I can see that. But but you tell him and Ali's jab was crazy too. Not like Larry Holmes. It was a flick. Uh, but look, you telling me that you think Joe Kawasaki is a better boxer than Roy Jones. Yes. Stop. Yeah. I'm not allowed Stop, that. bro. Let me tell you why. No, no, no. Can I tell you why? Go ahead and tell me. Oh, y'all just want to be. <laughs> Go ahead and tell me. That's what happened. That's what I'm saying. So, so, Roy Jones' whole style is based off athleticism. It's not a... He came into a gym and a boxing trainer, he would try to change his whole style. Like, that's nah, fair. That's, fair. that's trash. Don't do that. Don't throw that lead hook. You're going to get caught. Everything was based off athleticism. Once that shit left... Wasn't just athleticism. Okay, like I said, once that shit left, he was knockout central. Every time you need a knockout, call Roy Jones because it's going to look good on your record. It was Nobody's fighting Roy Jones just so they can have his name on his record. That's why he fought so long. So what I'm saying is... That, that happens in boxing. No, the fighters but, but, get but older no, and start but No, losing. no, no, Rick. Okay, that's cool. Say that. George Foreman, George Foreman had a style that if you're a big man and you can hit hard, you can be a heavyweight champion at 40. And he did it. So what I'm saying is... Yes, but he, but he did something nobody's ever done, bro. He beat Michael Moore and no, I mean, yeah, never no, been done. So I'm, no, what like I'm saying is his style it. is like that. And if you if you have that that type of strength and you carry that shit on, that, that style can. But when you got the style like Roy Jones and you're just athletic, you're jumping in, throwing punches. He said just athletic, though. He was that. That's what he was. No, he's also one of the greatest counterpunchers yeah. ever. And athleticism, man. Yeah, but you possible. can't counterpunch without being a skilled fighter. But the best combination okay. you'll see it. Like he arguably has the best combinations you'll ever yeah, see. Yeah, in his prime when he got old. And that shit didn't carry older over. But that's what happens to all <laughs> fighters, well, except Roy Jones. Yeah, you slow down, Doug. Like, I mean, that's, no, 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 no. If your if your style is based on see, oh, oh, they lost Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes no, lost his sparring partner. No, if your if your style is based on athleticism, like for, uh, Floyd's style isn't based on athletic. It's based on skill. So he can get older. As he got older, he started. Floyd fight. has athleticism, no, bro. But, but no, but see, as he got older, it left him. So he didn't. It wasn't based on I'm gonna knock you out or I'm trying to power. Through. I'm gonna be smart. I'm gonna make you miss. Well, yeah, and I'm gonna Look, Polly Malinazzi no matter what he is had, Floyd Mayweather without athleticism. But see, you're making excuses yeah. for him. You're making excuses for him. No, saying, we're not. No, I'm talking to him. He say he had bad hands. I'm saying yeah. it don't matter if his hands were bad. He it had matters. skill, so it don't matter. So I'm that much better than you. If my hands were bad, I'm still gonna beat your ass. It don't matter okay. skill. So I'm saying Roy Jones lost his athleticism, and that was it. 
He ain't he can't compete on that level no more. But that don't take away what he accomplished. It doesn't, but I'm saying he's just possibly, possibly no, but, but, behind shit. I'm trying to understand. Roy Jones won the heavyweight championship yeah. of the world. Yes, John with skill. But Calzaghi, Calzaghi doesn't even his John resume Ruiz. is not even not even close to a Roy Jones. No, nah, it's not even close. So I can't saying, believe you're even. Like, he okay, so a nigga that, that this nigga was fighting Scandinavians most of his career. We fought Roy Jones. What happened? Though? Fighting Vikings. So it's like saying, it's like, saying price for price like we were saying, right? Wow. He said he a tough guy, and you say you whoop his ass. But the second time, you whoop his ass, right? So can can he? He still he's still a tough he's still a tough guy, right? And his in his mind, right? Whatever he said. But you got the W. So yes, Roy Jones is definitely a skill. What's the name of the white boy that beat Sugar Ray Leonard when he became a middleweight? Exactly. Oh, exactly, nigga. Who gives a fuck, nigga? No, no. Roy Jones from 1990. Roy Jones from 1992 to 2002 was the is, is possibly the greatest boxer of all time. time. He, he like Derrick Rose a boxer. He's the only. He the only. Derrick Rose one of the most dominant runs in boxing. Well, it is. He he's the only fighter to go a whole round without getting hit. Name five champions he fought in that. What do you mean name five champions, nigga? James Tony. Bernard Hopkins. Felix Trinidad. Felix Trinidad. He fought Felix Trinidad. He fought Felix Trinidad. Virgil, Beat the uh, dog shit. Virgil Hill. Uh, was Felix Trinidad the champion? Uh, yes, he was. Not that time they fought. What do you mean? That was, that was the end of Trinidad's fucking career. They definitely wasn't. Nigga. He, he wasn't a champion. Well, he's cool. He's Trinidad. Yeah, cool. He's talking about a champion. Boy, Jones is older than Trinidad. I, I love Roy Jones. That shit that we talking about. No. I said I had five champions. He only fought Roy Jones from like ninety from like ninety four to two thousand two. He he only fought world title fights. So 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 when we talk about niggas who beat niggas and they don't matter, right? What you mean? You said, you said the nigga that beat uh, who's a white guy that beat? He was the champion. Who's a white guy that beat the Sugar Ray Leonard, right? That don't matter. I don't remember right? his name. Yeah, I don't remember his what name. the nigga was doing. Floyd, but I mean. But look, what the nigga was doing, if Roy Jones would have retired in two, if Roy Jones would have retired in two thousand three, he would have been the greatest of all time. He didn't. I don't want to hear that. Then he got knocked out by Rush to win the heavyweight championship. If he did, if it was a split, we'd all be. But what I'm saying, if you think like that, then that's that's a hell of a way of thinking. Yeah, because that's not what we're talking about. If that's the case, then that's Jay Z, the greatest rapper all time. But we can't do that. We can't do that because that's awesome. Because if Biggie stayed alive. Would have, nah, Jay Z <laughs> lived and he yeah. done it. Yeah, so that's what we go off. We don't go off. But you're saying Kalzaki. You're saying Kalzaki is better than. If I if, if Kalzaki's better than Roy no, Jones, then you must have him better than us. That's cool. That's cool. Y'all can say what y'all want to say, but when y'all go to the internet and y'all hear Roy Jones say it himself, maybe it hit different. He said he was better than that fight. He said he was better than that fight. He said he was better. He said he's better in that fight. And of course. If Craig have a fight, and he, I think he won, and Craig like, nah, that nigga got me. Hey, but Brandon, like, I'm not gonna be that guy, nigga, because Craig had a right hand he threw. Nah, Craig just said he lost. Hey, B, so I, 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 I,
Well, you said you said he was on the decline. We're doing years. We're gonna see the year though, because you just saying years. Okay, but Doug. But Doug, when we see it, it's not gonna be often. He had just lost, which is one of the heavyweight championship. What he did was go down back to light heavyweight and lost all that athleticism he had that made him great. That's what I'm saying. Okay. When 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 Floyd went down and went back down with 147 after he fought for uh, Oscar. Yeah, after he went back down, there was no. No lack. There was no old oh, nigga. He lost this. He lost. He didn't lose anything. I see exactly. That's he didn't what I'm saying. So, though. That's, <laughs> he no, been no, it's always gonna be it. He didn't. He didn't. It's no, always gonna be it. No, but can't be out thrown out there. I'm talking about what happened, bro. We're yeah. not talking about what. Okay, but if Doug, he did. If he did, so this is what Larry, happened. Larry Holmes beat Ali. Yeah. That wasn't the Ali we all. It wasn't. To watch, it wasn't. And, what, and then after, after right. that, right, a couple fights later, whatever. Spinks me. Larry Holmes fights Mike Tyson. Gets knocked the fuck out. Gets knocked the fuck out. So. I'm just trying to understand that Larry. Do you think Larry Holmes is a better fighter than Ali because he beat him? And you then think, Larry you think Mike Tyson after? is a better boxer than not even close than, than, than Larry Holmes? Mike Tyson? I don't think Mike Tyson is a better boxer than Larry Holmes. So that's what I'm saying. But who got knocked out though? Who go, that's what. Who go? Who go? Are we sitting at the table? That's my point. Always sitting here. That's my and Larry point. Larry Holmes gonna be like, nigga, I had a great jab. That's my point. And Mike Tyson be like, shit didn't work because I knocked you out. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but because Tyson won doesn't losers. mean overall he's always been the better fighter. No, no, we're not saying that. We're saying that's what you're when saying. Came, when we came down to me and you getting down, and they was talking about what you had and what I had, what I bought one, what you bought, you need you just it was old or it was washed up. The shit needed to get. Took him back to the drawing board. Whatever needed to happen, you exactly didn't do. What you're you stepped in this ring as a man and lost. I so I don't want to hear the excuses. Nah, I, 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 it, ain't, it ain't excuses, man. Athletes get older, bro. <laughs> they do. Athletes yeah. get older, bro. That's, That's just the way it is. One hundred percent of them. Yeah. All of them get older, nigga. One hundred percent athletes get older. So you telling me that? It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Your dick ain't little. It's triple up. <laughs> but anyway. This the only nigga on the planet think Kazaki better than uh, Roy Jones. Nah, nah, so we're Roy Jones thinks that too. So he's been no, he don't. No, he he's don't. No, he, he don't. No, nigga. So when he said he was the best, he was lying. Bro, you he he okay. Was so who has Kazaki beat besides uh, Roy uh, Roy Jones and Jeff Lacey? Bernard Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins. I thought Bernard won that fight. Convincingly. Convincingly? I thought that was a Bernard Pacquiao fight. Bernard's inside fighting. The rest they had didn't know how to judge it. Andre Ward would probably have a bad decision because if a ref doesn't know how to judge inside fighting, you're pretty much fucked. But at that point, he was trying to do what Bernard do. You know what I mean? The elbow and the dirty tactics. It's just that when that shit don't work in a fight, he gets frustrated. And he starts to look at the ref and, oh, I got hit low and fall out the ring and cry. He does that. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it happen against Roy Jones. Gamesmanship, veteran, veteran. Yeah, yeah. I ain't mad at it because I've seen it happen. But You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Hey, I you ain't got to know about it. <laughs> that shit weird. Saying. Vince was saying he still can fight, bro. They're yeah. during that same round table, so come on. He said, they he said, didn't get down again. Yeah, he, he said, I'll fight you again. He wanted to fight the guy yeah. again, bro. So, Because he know he lost. That's so, what I'm saying. But, That's the only reason why. All right, moving on, man. Romeo Miller, man. Mm. Got pulled over by the Beverly Hills police. By a black police officer driving his car. I think he was in a Rolls Royce or Bentley or some yep. shit. And the police pulled a gun on him. Uh. Didn't know who he was. And he kept asking him. Is this a stolen car? Damn. So, brother, is this a stolen car? Did you steal this car? So, Romeo said he was yelling out the window, relax, man. Just come to the front and take my registration, yeah, man. You can see anything. You can see what you need to see. You know what I'm saying? So, he, Romeo said this brother was in fear of him. Like, he was fearful because he didn't really give him the benefit of the doubt or anything. He just went straight to the pistol play, yeah. aiming for his brain. You know what I'm saying? Shh. 
Are black are are black men more fearful of each other than they are of white men? Because most of the time in the hood, when niggas carry guns, is to protect themselves from themselves. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody in the hood carrying guns and busting on the police. We got guns aimed at each other. You know what I'm saying? Are we in more fear of each other than we are of the police? That's a fact. Wait, uh, each other more than the police? Like, do are black men more scared of another black man than they are of the police? No, I don't fuck with, with that. I don't fuck with the yeah. police more than niggas. Because most niggas carry guns to protect themselves the from other niggas. The chance you see in a nigga and the chance you see in the police is higher than you, ch- you run into a nigga, though. But one thing niggas do see every day, two things niggas see every day is niggas and police. You you know what I'm saying? But you never hear a nigga be like, man, I got niggas, these police tripping, nigga. I got the pistol in case I got to get off on one of these pigs. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what it is. I, I, I don't think it's a black man being afraid of another black man. I think whole-ass niggas is afraid of everybody. Right. He's a whole ass nigga that just happened to be a black cop. Right, right, right. They're probably afraid of everybody. Facts. That's a good point. <laughs> Nine out of ten gangbangers have never busted at the police. Hell no, they but most of them have busted at a nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, not even that. Most of these niggas, it's like two or three niggas that busted at other niggas. That's niggas yeah, the rest of them niggas got lying ass <laughs> stories. <laughs> it's only a couple niggas, niggas that's really busting at motherfuckers. No, it's the same niggas over and over again. Most oh, of the niggas no, is no, it's a different generation. My generation, I mean, I go back to the eighties when the murder rate was like. I'm, 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 my I'm, generation don't fight. Niggas be popping. Niggas. Oh, I'm, 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 it was same. Same was in '87. You know what I mean? It was yeah, even worse. Yeah, it was even yeah, worse yeah. back then. But even yeah. back then, it was it was like anything else. You got twenty percent doing doing all the work. It's, the eight twenty rule applies in everywhere. But they busting on other niggas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Paul. Oh, y'all two niggas. Niggas stay with the I mean, it's self-hate. It's, it's weird to me when you really think about it. It's easier for a broke nigga with a pistol to drive by Bank of America, drive by the police station, right? Say, fuck, I'm not going to rob the bank. I'm not going to pull out the pistol because I need money. I'm, I'm out here because I got a broken mind state. So I'm going to grab the pistol. Yeah. I'm going to drive by a 10-year charge. If I get caught robbing this bank, it'll be a 10, 15-year charge. Yeah. And I'm going to go over here and bust on this other broke nigga and risk a life imprisonment to bust on somebody who ain't got shit like I ain't got shit. I done passed two banks. A bunch of white establishments that's making money to go take a black man's life when you could have robbed three banks on the way. You could have took, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Why are we so driven to kill each other and drive past opportunity? We don't don't look at uh, black people. We don't, we don't value life. When it comes down to it, and it's not like it's 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 systematic. Like we see this shit on TV. We see ourselves getting beat up and killed on TV all day since I was a fucking kid. I never thought that. I was special. Right. Till I got a, 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 a nominal. Don't like, nigga, I'm, I'm proud, nigga. Fuck what you talking about. Right. I used to be like, damn, I'm, I'm, 
damn, I'm black. Like, damn, I, I hate I hate this fucking world. Because right. the shit you see on TV, like, they make you hate yourself. Yeah, right, for real. So it's like, of course. Ain't nothing, yeah. ain't nothing wrong with taking out another nigga that everybody hate. Right. Wait, think about yeah, it. You, you, know, don't, you don't see him as, a, as another person. It's, it's, exactly. it's, 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 not, it's not wrong oh, to me. But you got to think about you know? this, too. Like, yeah. when you're raised as a kid, bro, you're always... The, my first enemy was not... I didn't look at it. I didn't have to fight a little white boy. You know what I'm saying? My, the nigga that was taking my toys... Wasn't a little white boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want my toys back, nigga. nigga. It wasn't a little white boy. You know they got saying? four bodies because he wanted his toys yeah, back. Real <laughs> shit. You know what I think about that? You know what I'm saying? Man, I know so niggas. You know niggas to this day, man. Like this nigga. I know niggas that don't like the certain look of niggas, certain how the nigga laugh, how the nigga. Because right. they've been punked or something happened with a nigga that looked like that. Because that's who we deal with most of the time as yeah. black people is ourselves. So when it comes to. Like, oh, nigga, I'm beefing with Craig. You know what I'm saying? So we beefing, and I, and I shoot you. I'm not really like, damn, I can get away with this. You know what I'm saying? Because we got a code where we from, and your people might got a code. They ain't going to say nothing. But if I go in this fucking police uh, department, or I go in this bank, ain't no code in that. Nigga, it's white supremacy I'm fighting against. Right. And that, I ain't been trained how to fight that. Exactly. But niggas that look like me. But it's only ready for the consequences. <laughs> I'm ready for <laughs> I'm ready for life in jail, but not 10 years. Yeah. He make dumb, but you're not ready for the consequences neither with the right white supremacy, right? Okay. But then I'm ready for the consequences of you and your cousins. I'll pop them niggas too. But I ain't finna funk with the whole police department though. I'll funk with this nigga whole family. It ain't nothing but bitches in the bank. You know how easy it is? It ain't nothing but bitches in the bank. Hey. Niggas don't struggle to commit crimes. They don't. Nigga ain't driving hella by hella people and be like, I'm finna shoot these motherfuckers over here. You really shoot motherfuckers off a reaction or or uh um you're not just energy. You know, more most time that shit ain't even a thought out process. That's why niggas do kill each other because we're not thinking. It's just an instinct, like nigga, what? Hey. Like most niggas get shot off, nigga. What? Who you talking to? I want. Bop, 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 bop. Hey, but Dunk made a good. He made a good point when he said that we don't. Cause like they don't. First of all, I don't ever judge the kids without looking at the adults first. The adults don't teach the kids about white supremacy, so how are they supposed to know to go at white supremacy? That's one. Yeah. Two. Two, you cannot. Uh, you can't expect logical, sane decisions from a broken mind. That's why it's broke. When your car is broke, the motherfucker don't drive, nigga. Oh. And that's the, and then the, the other part of that is it's broken mind. And the, most of the shooters is kids. That frontal cortex doesn't. This shit don't don't, don't fully get online. The logical part of your brain, that shit don't fully get online to you. Twenty three, twenty four. Most of the motherfuckers getting caught up in this shit is 16, 15. So you got a broken mind yeah. that's not fully developed. Doesn't love itself and hasn't been taught about about white supremacy to even go that way. Go deeper than that. Go deeper than that with the mental thing. You say 23, 24 is when the mind develops. That's on average. Yeah. That's without. Yeah. That's without trauma. Trauma. That's without seeing your. You know what I'm saying the shit we seen. That's twenty. That's regular shit. So just think about how long it takes a black man's mind that ain't on the shit that don't want to have knowledge itself, and he's just still on that bush. We all got 40, 50 year old uncles and shit that's running around with. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, Gucci sweats. you like, hold on. Oh, Gucci make sweatsuits like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, my nigga. It ain't what it is, bro. Quit trying to like Gucci, man. You're supposed to be on some whole other shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Nigga, putting business in your name. But they not, they still. So that makes it okay. No, 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 it's no. Not no, not that. no, no, what, what it makes it, what it makes it is it, it makes it to where us, us as adults got to fix it. Exactly. That's what we got to talk about it so we can fix it. It's not about an excuse. 
It's not about judging. It's about saying because whenever we look at the kids, we always gotta always 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 start with the adults. It's never the kids. It's always the adults. If my if my parents didn't retrain me as an adult, I would already then done a lot of shit. I'd have been retrained. I'd have been raised my whole life with my mom and dad, and still gotta get re raised as an adult because. The shit they taught me when I was younger. Now, no, we it's all dated. They, we we know. Go to college. It's cameras and all type of shit around. You can't do that. You gotta think. You feel me? So now it's about and then learning that you got something to live for. A lot of niggas be just living day by day. You don't. I had to really learn that. Man, I got shit to lose. When you don't for got real, shit to lose, real. you don't think you don't you don't think about others losing right. anything. Nigga, fuck you and your family because I ain't got nothing to lose. Right. You know what's really about, you know what's right, about right. that? When I was dealing with behaviors with these kids, the reason why I got into black history so heavy was because I figured I'm, You said I, the reason why you're so heavy is what? <laughs> <laughs> why you blaming it on black history, nigga? <laughs> I got all this Harriet Tubman knowledge in my stomach. Nigga, bring the weight on the knowledge. Craig got Charlie skin. Oh. <laughs> Raked over the cold space ass niggas. You motherfuckers. Look like you got nigga, you like somebody tossed a barbecue pick across your motherfucking head. They got a hot one. That nigga Dewan have an orgasm when somebody touched the refrigerator. <laughs> Dewan looked like after he read a book, he eat the motherfucker. Craig. <laughs> Craig dressed like a security guard at a train stop. <laughs> but, but like, but like what? what? Said bitches pictures of his calf muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, but like I found that I found that when I when I was dealing with these behaviors, you can never just. Address behavior with like, okay, don't do that little Billy, it's going to be bad. I found that when I talk about my 13, 14 year old boys, knowledge yourself, who you are, and the fact that you're black ass invented math, and it's your duty to push this, this science forward, they took on a different relationship with math. You know what I mean? Like, what if we are told the truth about who we are? You know what I mean? And that, that's, the, that's always been my solution with working with children. I'm going to tell you the solution, of, I'm going to tell you the truth about who you are ancestrally, and I'm going to tell you the truth about who you are as a person. The reason why they put you in special ed is because you're too smart for them dumbass teachers. So they figure they dumb you down and put you on medicine. Damn. And I tell, tell nine-year-olds that. People always say, what age do I start talking real to your kids? The minute, you, the, the minute they birth. Don't do all this bullshit fluff talk. I would tell these little eight-year-olds, no, you're in, the system is fucking with you. And you're going to go to jail because they want you to go to jail. You're on that track. You know what I mean? So there's a whole system that put them in that. So when you teach the kids knowledge itself, you see them take on a different relationship with the material. And when they take on a different relationship with the material, they get more out of it and they get and they grow and they find in school. But they don't teach us that shit on purpose because it's a direct correlation between low group esteem and your grades. Right, right. And you right. can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. Right, yeah. right. They don't know how to. A lot of these niggas on suicide watching, but instead of killing themselves, they, they kill, kill another nigga. Right, 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 right. That's, 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 that's real respect. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's profound. I mean, piggybacking on what Duncan was saying earlier, I mean, it just takes, but we weren't, we weren't really taught to organize. 
We weren't really taught to do it. It takes time, effort, organization, and energy to get in there and rob a bank. Right. It's easier for me to just come take from you. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm Damn. So we yeah. Really that. Damn. Oh, it's lazy. That's I could just point. come. I mean, I see you got it. You fly. You floss a bag. Let me just come take yours. But it's gonna take a whole lot more energy, time, effort, organization for me to go across town to rob that bank. Why? When yeah. I can just take yours. Yeah. But niggas, so. that what are we taking lives though? You know what I'm saying? I mean. This fucked up. It, it ain't worth it's it, man. It's not worth it at all. But I ain't gonna lie. You know, everybody been a lot of headspace. I know yeah. a point in my life, I wouldn't even be like, man, these square ass niggas talking wiry, killing me. Right. You know what I'm saying? This nigga just, you know what I'm saying? This, you uh, think that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You think that? You gotta right. really get in a great headspace. You gotta really surround yourself right. around different shit for you to really even. Take heed of the conversation. He used to people. People used to come to my school and try to give us game. Fuck with this nigga talking about. Gangbang <laughs> niggas be like, yeah. yeah. Talk us down for nigga. No, just talking about it. You gotta be a gang. It could just be any. It could be a, a motherfucker that take care of his family and living and all type of shit. And be like, fuck all that. I'm trying to fuck some bitch. I'm trying to get some money. Until you get older and be like, man, OG bro did say that shit was little niggas. Like, it's a lot of niggas that hate themselves and they don't even know they hate themselves. Yeah, that's real talk. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's so normal. I'm going to ask y'all, if it's a little nigga watching, how can, what are some signs that he may be able to pick up on that he might hate himself? Uh, that's good shit. That nigga, when, yeah. he, when he goes swimming, he wear a T-shirt. <laughs> 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 nigga hate himself. Let him out. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing at the pool with a T-shirt yeah, on, nigga? Get, nigga that <laughs> shit hang out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but y'all be knowing the, the, the bras be loving the big niggas with their shirts off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Not the bitches I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck with hair on that, nigga. <laughs> Hey, Charlie Charlie look like the rock's bicep muscle. <laughs> Sue Deshaun Watson. <laughs> 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 Number 23. Oh. <laughs> I'm number 23. And, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. This nigga Brandon think voting could really change things. That's all you gotta do, bro. Ha, 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 ha.
That shit funny. You like the nigga at work that's always gonna tell on tell on the union. <laughs> I'm gonna put you to the union, nigga. <laughs> I mean, I was in set. Nah, man, we put seven hours on Tuesday. Seven hours every Tuesday. We doing eight. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Juan work at the factory. He used fruit snacks for earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> and that was funny as hell. <laughs> God damn, this motherfucker. Charlie got the River Jordan running down the side of his head with that. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, your stomach moves when you talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie, Charlie got guitar strings in his throat. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, banjo neck having nigga. <laughs> <laughs> banjo neck. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, man. Hey, we're going to wrap up the show, man. Tell them what, tell them what, starting with, uh, DeJuan, tell them where they can find you, man. Hotepish.com. Go to go on, on my Instagram. Go to my link tree to see where all my shit is. I already got. Uh, thank thank you for everybody that signed up for my webinar coming up May second. No time to waste on my book. You sign up for my webinar, you get a free copy of the book. Um, for those motherfuckers who want, you know, some more game, get that. Also, check out my. Thanks, Tan. Thank you for that uh, donation. I appreciate you. Um, also, uh, check out my interview yesterday, with brother Copper Combinate from Hidden Colors. It was a dope ass interview. Uh, and I just hit up Judge Joe Brown again, so we're gonna be interviewing again pretty soon too. Y'all yeah. know that last interview went viral, so yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna see what the fuck happened. Let's put it on that nigga fifth, so he can get real loose. That nigga tells it all. Man, yeah. for real. That nigga say James Brown was fucking uh, uh he said James Brown was fucking Al Sharpton. We gonna, <laughs> we gonna talk about we gonna talk about just just know we gonna talk about the who we gonna talk about Ike Turner because that on everything. Yeah, we we gonna talk about Ike Turner on this one because Tina released another documentary where all they did was shit on Ike Turner. Yeah, man. We gonna talk about Ike Turner. So yeah, but but she also be there was a there was a mutually abusive relationship. So yeah. So you think? Hold on. So. But I say real quick. Go ahead. Check it out. We gonna talk about. We gonna talk about who the real Ike Turner was. Go ahead. How you gonna talk about Ike Turner? You think so? You think this one? Everything she said was real? I just know. I know he beat the shit out of her. How you know? How do you know? Brandon just believes. He ain't never been no stop. I've met Ike before. I my voice cracked. I met Ike. So you slapped the shit out of bitch when you was around. I do that nigga. I do a space turn to like it uh, for a lot of them. That nigga gave me some tips. Man. I don't know Ike. Yeah, I met Ike back in the day. That's what I'm saying. Nigga, I don't know Ike. Don't promote that nigga. Don't tell nobody. I don't. I don't know Ike. I know him as Nathaniel. Original bass player on Rocket 
uncle's not a faggot, okay? Charlie came in here and kneeled to that nigga, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Charlie was Jesus. Jesus. Charlie came in here like, nigga kneel to him. Give me God, I'll be fucking up. Jesus, nigga. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna finish. I'm not going there. Hey right, man, uh, Instagram, Mr. Ducky Penny Hughes, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ducky Penny Hughes on Instagram. Uh, y'all fucking with the album? I love it. Look at this Sounds.com, uh, sound packs, fucking, uh, damn, uh, next week, fucking the rest of this album coming out, uh, Cocaine is a Hell of a Drug, Part 2 of the Sexual, sexual, sexual shit. Shut up, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, shit, that's it, man. This is liberal ass. Liberal ass nigga, I couldn't even get it out. Uh, called Michael Sam and congratulations. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, good job, good job. Good, good job, job, man. Uh, good job. Uh, good job. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey Charlie, Charlie looked like a, a leather RoboCop. Charlie Newhart and fuck with me on YouTube, man. Charlie oh, Newhart. Nigga, I almost lost Charlie's skin the same color as his eyebrows. Stop. 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 said he was hired a nutrition six months ago. All that nigga lost was time. You know? Thank you for coming on. Your stand up, too, on the Marcus Cousins shit. Fire. 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 Man, I caught that shit late, nigga. I'm late one night. I'm like, let me see what this nigga Luke talking about. That shit was fire. I appreciate that, man. That shit took a whole year to put together. I work, nigga. Nigga, drop some tears over that project. Hell yeah. I appreciate that. Hell yeah, nigga. I fly. Check, 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 McQuinnell, man. Hey! Real Dozier, regular underscore DLZ, man. Y'all know what to find me, man. I love everybody, man. Man, let's give it up for Lou, bro, because oh, my man Lou. came out, killed it, man. Uh, Come on, shit. Nigga. Yeah, I, got, I got double down, bro. It feels it feels good to be back in the studio, bro. That's, that's oh, a yeah, fact. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Instagram is B12World, let it be one two world. You want to sponsor the podcast, go to the website thecraigsmith.com. Click the bright yellow button or click the contact page. Put in the description exactly what you're looking for. If you want to sponsor the podcast, put in the description. Put your budget also. Uh, we're not these, these these emails aren't for back and forths. Put put out there what you're looking for, <laughs> yeah. and we'll have somebody reach out to you. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all watching the show. If I owe you something, you can get it from God. God. Oh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm tired. Good show, fella. Yeah, I'll I'll shit, man. Crazy. I'll fuck with y'all. Nigga, you got somebody. Thanks for hanging with us, bro. Well, mamas, I'll come back, man. You know what I mean?